This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 104, Talking Heroclix. Welcome to Comic Shenanigans. This is Adam Chapman, the host, and I'm joined today by my uh, co-host, Nathan Strzok. And we're talking Heroclix again today. Um, this is also notable for me because it's my first episode back. Um, and I took a few weeks off because uh, my wife actually finally had our baby, so I now have um, a very cute son named uh, Zachary Chapman, and so that's going to impact the show in unknown and unforeseen ways, but the first of which has been that we haven't had an episode in a while, so um, I don't know what number this episode is, but it's going to be out soon, and uh, we're recording this on Friday the 13th of September, and uh, we want to talk a little bit more about Wolverine and the X-Men in case you're not tired of talking about this set. Uh, Now that we've actually been able to play with a lot of these figures, uh, we we never really did a a full analysis of the dials. We're not necessarily going to do that, but we're going to talk about some of the, the best pieces from the set, things that we've enjoyed using from the set. Maybe we've enjoyed them in unforeseen ways. Um, our last episode was more of, you know, kind of capturing that right after uh, opening day feeling of, you know, what do you do with a brand new Heroclix set they're really excited about, what the kind of flurry of trades, etc. Now it's a little bit more of a discussion of the set itself and how it is to play it, as well as to also reach, we, uh, discuss a little bit about trading. I mean, Nate, you've been extremely busy when it comes to trading recently, I mean, you've you've gone hog wild. I mean, on our last episode, <laughs> I've we, never gone hog wild before, but it, this is what it feels like. I this guess. is this is what it feels like. Yeah, um, you basically made it your mission that you wanted to have all the Phoenix Five, which I've achieved. And how long did it take? Did you count how many days? Um, I think it was less than a week to actually do all the deals necessary. Okay, but then to wait for shipping. Uh, for example, I did a trade with someone on on the realms for magic, uh, so that shipping process had to take place, which took a few more days. So I think I did it within a week. Okay. It's good, um, and I'm now in physical possession of everything. And how did that feel? Like, is, I, I I was witness to a lot of these trades. Like, you were trading, and then instantly trading away some of the things you just traded for to get things done. Sometimes trading just is really exciting to make the deals. I've I, I never used to be this way. Um, you know, how I used to be an overpower player. I still will play. Um, and I had a friend in my play group who would go with us to the store, um, and all he wanted to do was make deals with people. Really? He would sit there, and the store would say, okay, here's our binder of cards, here's what the value of cards there are, and here's what the trade-in value will be if you trade. It's usually like half of yeah. the purchase value. Okay. And he would just spend hours there. We kind of would be done. We'd do our, our purchases, and we'd like, okay, we're going to leave now. And he'd kind of go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'd just wave us off, and he'd be on the counter still. Really? And the clerk would just be like, okay, buddy, you know, like, you don't have to do it. I think you're good for today. And he's like, well, I got a few more things I want to. So he, he was the joy of the trade, and then he would also play with us. Wow. I've been a player of Heroclix and a collector, and I love the pieces and the format. Um, and I have never really been a huge trader. I've usually just kind of tried to buy as much of a set as I could and then deal with anything else on eBay. Mm-hmm. But so, for some reason with this set, I bought a case. I had extras. There's a lot in the set that I, I love and I care about, but there are some things I don't care at all about. And since I ceased, the, like, like you, becoming a trader of everything in a set, mm-hmm. there's a lot of leverage we have. Yeah, it's interesting when you don't need everything that suddenly it's a lot easier to trade things away that you don't care about mm-hmm. um, once you're free of that shackle. When you're, when you're still in the mindset of you're trying to get everything or or at least that's more along that mindset, maybe you're not actually going to do it, but you, you, it's a, this inability to give things up. It's It used to be hard for me to even uh, trade outside of a set because I'd be like, well, I'm trying to keep this many SRs in this set. Mm-hmm. So if I trade, I'm going to be giving up something in the set. So that would be like I'm, I'm losing out in some way. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, that's not how I do it anymore. Oh, yeah. I, I'm trying to keep my clicks in a cycle now. I'm no longer trying to hold on to older clicks. 
So anything older than Incredible Hulk is fair game to me. Yeah. Um, and think even things around Incredible Hulk, I'm like, I would be willing to trade that. So it's just a matter of um, cost benefit for me. Like, do I want this figure more? And if I do, for example, with Magic, I, I had finished all my trades. I had all four of them traded for, and Magic was the last one. And I thought, you know what? She's really popular. Seems to be online, and I think she's hard to trade for um, without buying. And so I just started putting out all these private messages to people who had posted they have halves of her. Um, and anyone that had in their wants, the other four members of the team, mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't ask, I can't solicit this person to trade for their their magic. Clearly, they don't yeah. want to. They yeah. want all of them. Uh, and I just threw every. I, eventually, I, I did a few trades for SRs, and the feedback wasn't positive. So I just started going through people's lists and throwing everything I could at them. And the one guy who responded positively, I must have traded him about twenty seven figures. Are you serious? Yeah. Was that many? And and uh, at least half of those were SRs. Wow. But those SRs all came from things like Mutations and Monsters and Secret Invasion and older sets I didn't care about Holy at crap. all. Like, I don't care about Maestro. I know Tom is probably clutching at his heart right now, but Maestro was on that list. Oh, um, he's still worth something. He's, they're all, they all have value. But if I were to propose to someone, I will trade you Maestro because he's valued at least $10. And four other $10 SRs for this $50 figure, I'm not going to get any feedback on that. Probably not. I did trade more than her value. But the problem is when you're trying to get someone's attention who has a brand new SR for a current set yeah. and is trying to get the most they can out of that, you have to really make it tasty to them. You got to go so hard. I went, I went hard. I went, I went, and I didn't turn, look back. Yeah. And he said, sure. If you don't want the figures anymore, like them, at, at the end of the day, that's what it's about, I'm, right? I've never used Maestro, and I never will. Tom is just like... Tom is crying somewhere. He's clutching his heart. I know, but he has like seven of them, so he doesn't care. <laughs> um, I, the Chaos War uh, Future Foundation figures, which I spent a lot of time uh, um, accumulating over the, over the last little while. Yeah. I finally completed that set. You traded uh, them Thanks away? to you. And he wanted them, and it was on the table. Really? I put it on the table. I'm like, Holy I want magic crap. more than anything. I put a lot of things on the table. That's um, amazing. That's how you have to do it. This is the only way I got um, Giant Size X-Men Deadpool. Because mm-hmm. no one wants to trade their Deadpool. Anyone who has an extra or has one they're willing to part with is like, I can get a lot for this. I'm going to hold on to it. Yeah. So I threw a lot at, the, at, the, at that person. Wow. So um, I did finish off my trades for those. Adam did mention that sometimes you trade just to trade again. This happens. Um, that happened I a bunch a, of times, even for me. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I, I, I traded with Tom, and I gave him my Cerise Prime for his Magneto Prime because he just didn't have any interest. And I was like, well, I might keep this, or maybe someone wants it. And then uh, a friend of ours, Andy, and then Sean also wanted it. And then Sean was offering me a better trade, so I'm like, okay, I'll take this. And he traded me, like, Warlock, Madam Web, and the Flash I saw from Teen Titans that I really wanted. But I didn't really want the Warlock, and Andy's like, well, I want the Warlock. And I was like, okay, and he gave me Blackheart. So it was just like, keep trading. It was weird, actually. I went to kind of do all these trades uh, at our local venue and one guy was, Tom was missing I'm like I don't even know if I can do any of these trades because he's the fulcrum you need the linchpin yeah. I, I need the linchpin and uh, thankfully Sean is nice enough and he knows he'll get it off Tom he's like okay well I'll, I'll give you what I was going to give you anyway oh, that's trust that's a community right there it, it, well it, we, we are friends I mean it's, it, it helps that he can he knows that I'm, gonna, I'm good for it more yeah and also. Tom is absolutely good for it so. oh Tom is the most good for it I can Tom imagine Tom will give you his right arm before breaking his word so you're good I, I would imagine so yeah no, no man is yeah, I, I can't imagine anyone I would trust their word more than Tom. Mm-hmm. Who uh, was nice enough to actually hand me his uh, New Mutants base because I, I have the New Mutants. Yeah. I acquired them online for a nice small fee. 
um, because they don't go for very much. And he's like, I'm like, anyone care about their team dial? He's like, I don't care. So I got to yeah, keep it. He's not going to use it. Are you going to actually set them all up on, on the little diorama? No, that warlock. If there's an empty space, I can't do it. You only no. set up the diorama when you have a full set. It's it true. Sad so otherwise. are you going to buy a warlock then? Um, I'm not going to buy one. I'm going to sit on it, and in a few months, there'll be plenty of them available for okay. training. Are you planning on going, now that you've moved cities, uh, are you planning on going to any Fear Itself events? Not in Toronto. I might. That's what I mean. There's, there's, a, there's a one in Whitby. That's the, the venue there. I don't really want to go to Fear Itself. I have all the figures I want from Fear Itself. Which is five of them? Uh, six. Leon's giving me a red She-Hulk, and I traded for a Dracula, so I have what I want. Oh, you traded for Dracula? I really like that Dracula. Ooh, what did yeah. you trade for Dracula? Um, that was part of my X-Men Blue tra- uh, trade with uh, oh, Okay. Yeah, you've been busy. I've been busy behind the scenes. You've been my spinning my head, and, like just um, trying to keep track of it. I was out of that trade too. Wow! So I, the trade is, is thrilling. Although so it, it, it made it a little stressful because I mean, I I, basically, I was your agent in a lot of the thank trades. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, so it's fun. It's, it's fun being part of it, but at the same time, like trying to keep track of who I'm supposed to pick up from who mm-hmm. and what. I, it's crazy. Well, just the other before the weekend, um, we had posted on our Facebook group and. Uh, a buddy of ours said, hey, I'm really looking for an M. I realized he didn't have an M. And uh, he, he kind of makes a, a little offer there and says, but I am willing to give away a Black Queen because I really, really want M. And I was like, yeah, I'd really love to get a Black Queen. And in a trade that had been going on with you for about a week with someone else, someone finally said or answered. It wasn't even a, oh, yeah. Was I, a I, days, I had days. a thread up. No yeah. one answered. But that morning, the one guy said. Because I'm checking all the threads. Every morning I'm checking them. And this <laughs> guy responds to Adam and says, um, you know, by the way, I, meant, I heard you had a mojo for, for trade. I'll trade you mojo and give you an M yeah. and so I'm trying to get this deal achieved and say look the, that mojo that Adam was offering was actually my mojo that I'm trying to get basically yeah. on. so we get this deal for mojo for M I go contact the other guy say like is it still on the table <laughs> we, I've traded the M away right away for a black queen well, almost within a second of, of she oh, yeah. giving, the, giving the signal that, to go ahead on the first trade it was pretty crazy yeah I love it it's so really exciting to do it's great because I have all these things to trade yes yeah You've inspired me a little bit to try and. I'm thinking about going backwards and getting rid of stuff. I mean, Gotta get rid of it. now that I've moved and the, like, I, I'm, I'm not gonna. Ha- now that I have a son, I'm, I'm not gonna have the same amount of time to play Heroclix. As much as I'd like to think that things aren't going to change at all, obviously they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, the podcast is going to be much less. Heroclix is going to be less. It's just natural. I mean, time sure. is going to be divvied up in different ways. So I mean, like, I'm looking at getting rid of a lot of my colossal figures. I don't know how I'm going to get rid of them. But, I mean, I do want to start selling those off, and I just don't have space for them anymore. Yeah. So, anyone who wants fine. an original Galactus, let me know. If someone wants... Uh, I'll give you a good deal. Yeah, I'll give you a good deal. <laughs> Mention the podcast. You'll get a better deal. <laughs> That's how it works. Uh, you know, Dark Phoenix, like I have the, the old convention Remind exclusive. Remind them of your H.C. Rum's name. H.C. Yeah, Rum's name is SDM Clicks. Uh, although, if you go, th- if you find the, the, the show through our... Uh, or a link on HD Realms, and I'm I'm the person posting links to the show. So is there an underscore between SDM and Clicks? No, it's just it's just all one word. Okay, SDM, stupid name. I know, but uh, and I, and I have Thin Thang Foom also up for sale, like and Starro, like I have all the stuff. I just don't have a space for it anymore. What have you decided about Master Mold? <sighs> I'm still I, thinking. I'm still thinking. Give him a tasty off of Master Mold. You might maybe reconsider. I, I yeah, if I get the right kind of offer, I I am looking for cash. To be honest, I mean, I'd like some cash, uh, but I mean, good trade offers are great too. I mean, these are just things I don't need anymore. And the more I'm thinking, like I, I want things that I want, and the things I don't want, I don't need. So That's exactly how I feel about this. Yeah, things you don't use and you don't want, it's yeah. okay. I still don't. I, I mean, I have Alondra. I still don't feel like I need her. You still don't feel like you need her. No, you need a retrade. Even seeing what she did today against me when we played an Imperial Guard game, 
Well, not even Imperial Guard. Her and just Gladiator her. alone. Just she and Gladiator, yeah. Um, I still don't... I'm still not really won over by her, just because I don't think I'm really going to ever use Imperial Guard. Well, you remember the Imperial Guard team I played after that. Could you yes. have imagined how that game would have gone if everyone had plus it one It was basically everyone match. but Gladiator from this set. Yeah. It would have been crazy, no, yeah. for sure. But again, I don't plan on ever making that team. No, I love the guards, so... And I don't have Hussar, and I don't have Manta, so... Gotta have Hussar and Manta. Now you know their power, huh? Uh, Sar is... You were really worried about her. You I called was, her a little tank. <laughs> She is five. I damage. did, but I still don't like her. Could you imagine if she was doing six damage every turn with with uh, uh, Lalandra? That'd be pretty. Because she can. Yeah, that's gross. Yes, it's unnecessary. Seventy five point six damage character. So Brilliant. take who, that home. Who are your your surprises from this set? Now that you've Hussar. played, this, okay. <laughs> Besides Hassar, like, um, surprises. Who, like who were you maybe expecting to be great? I didn't or good? expect Magic to be as incredible as she is. Those Which three one? barriers. She puts up the barriers whenever she wants. She has that prob with the 19 defense yeah. um, and the mystics on top of it. She is nuts. Um, I know everyone was saying that she's pretty good, but I'm more impressed with magic than I am with anymore. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, are there any. Of course, I talk about the chase. Oh, uh, I got that. Yeah. Any pieces in the set that you're disappointed by or let down by? Or you feel like haven't. Well, I've already mentioned Megan. You've mentioned Megan in the last garbage. episode. <laughs> Yes. I'm also a little disappointed. I'm disappointed by all the Excalibur figures. I don't think any of them are good. Um, the Phoenix is pretty decent, but I traded her away fairly um, soon after I got her. Mm. Um, both Shadow Cats are... The Gravity Feed one is preferred. I don't really care about the regular set one. I just feel like it's a lackluster. The, the Lockheed is nothing compared to the GSX one, who I think no. is beautiful, nice sculpt, and very useful. For sure. Um, Excalibur really let me down. Yeah, a little bit, eh? It's not... I uh, One piece I'm excited about using, but then... As much as I, I, I remember looking at her dial and then being happy about it, but then the more I, whenever I go to use her, I'm scared of using her, is Storm. Because I don't really know how to use her. Right. I enjoyed using her. She's you have you used cool. her? Yeah, she's. she's is that one of the games you played against yourself? Yes, it is. <laughs> it's still valid because I got to try her out. Yeah. The cool thing about her is that she can, she's one of the few characters in the games, of course, besides uh, Warstar, who could have four damage on every single click if you play her in yeah, the right way. If you play her correctly. Um, so. That being said, you know, even if you took, even if you're not quite close enough, and you take damage, you go you nicely into these running shot psychic blast clicks. So then she can be positioned wherever you want her to go, mm-hmm. and achieve a four damage psychic blast attack, so or a penetrating attack. It's crazy. So I think that combined with the fact that she has the two targets and the energy explosion and the um, sharpshooter, she can be very clever in where she places damage all around the board. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really think she's quite good. I didn't think she would be. Uh, I guess I have to give a little bit more credit to the White Queen than yes, I expected. I'll praise the White Queen. Well, because I didn't realize how crazy her a step in the wrong direction trait could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be used quite brutally. Give an example. Uh, well, I guess our, our example was just what everyone moved, didn't they? Yeah, I, I swarmed Adam with my Imperial Guard, and Adam yeah. had these four um, Hellfire. Hellfire people kind of in the center, and he was all like, oh man, I'm dead. This is it. And uh, he had positioned. Uh, Black King in in a way where he could sidestep almost almost touch people almost touch people. And he's yeah. like, wait a minute, and he reads the power and he goes, okay, I can move people. So he, he gives her a power action and moves one of my figures a square and goes, okay, that that might what might, might help me. And I'm like, read the card again. It's everybody. So within six squares without line of fire, all every single member of the team moved mm. and he positioned all of my people. He blocked my prop controller with one of my own guys. Yeah. He positioned two guys closer to Black King. He did a lot of really excellent positioning and then started swatting them. It was kind of crazy. For a 66-point figure, fantastic. Plus, I mean, we played a bunch of games today. I, I 
came to enjoy sidestep more and more. Sidestep's I mean, so good. Because it's pretty crazy just yeah. being able to move that little extra bit each That's time. one of my most delightful things about the new powers, the yeah. playing these new figures. Sidestep is just a joy to play. Um, now, he didn't do that well, but I used X-Men finally. And oh, that uh, TSK Fury? Telekinetic Fury yeah. was, was, was interesting because it basically allows you to knock everyone back as long as they're within your range. We don't need line of fire. So in our game, we were playing on the Danger Room map from the set. And uh, we had, what was it? You had uh, AOA Nightcrawler mm-hmm. who was upstairs in the Danger Room control room. And she was just within my range and just at the right diagonal that knocking him off would knock him off, off the elevated into... Uh, Onto the ground and, yeah. and hurt him. And so, as a free action across half the map, Adam just activated this action, and all of a sudden, Nightcrawler AOA is taking two damage. Now, X Men didn't do that well otherwise because he's, well, his first strike was his good. first strike was great because he basically just ran forward twelve squares and hit someone. Yeah. But unfortunately, I mean, he's he's very susceptible to that wit, and uh, I have learned that I hate any figure in the set that has a piece a bystander that comes out of them because they both have a wit and they're both annoying. Oh yeah, Bini and uh, and Eva. Bini and Eva are ridiculous. You played Bini and couldn't even get an attack off on him because you're so busy dealing with the rest of my team. Yeah. This tiny outwitter and it's like 70 defense and super senses. Do you want to take a chance on that? No, I don't. And if you're going to outwit something, do you outwit the super senses and shoot, or do you outwit? Uh, Whatever happened with Bini in that game? Didn't he win? He won. He he was my second last character, and he was delivered the, the coup de gras against White King twice. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He killed White King twice. Yeah, he did. I love Bini. I hate that guy. I love Warstar. I love the guard. Oh. I'm surprised too because I didn't think you liked the Imperial Guard all that much. You know, like, ever since I saw the show, I've loved them and I've always wanted their clicks to come out. Hmm. I'm really excited for my Professor X and Magneto eventually because I think I, I bought it online with you. So I'm. That's the, I, I think the more I realized it, the more that was one of the kind of the unsung pieces for me. The pieces I was so excited about but didn't realize um, because once I didn't get it, I realized how badly I wanted it. Hmm. Because, I mean, I, I'd only been thinking about the trifecta. I wanted X-Men, I wanted Exodus, and I wanted uh, Mikhail Rasputin. But I didn't realize how much I really wanted this Professor X and Magneto. Hmm. And now I've got him and he's on the way. And actually, I think I have most of the SRs in the set. I think I'm just missing Jubilee. I don't. I traded away my X-Men Blues. I don't really care enough about that. I'm missing Warlock because I don't care. And missing Phoenix because it's not Rachel. It's a very specific version of Rachel that I... You want the cute one from Wolverine the X-Men. I want one... I think she looks really cute in that. She does. I, I just want one that's not that specific version. She hasn't had the, the Phoenix power for uh, no. Forever. And that horrible hound suit she wore, and, and the, the spikes on it, and then the yeah. mullet. It's just not good. Not a huge fan. So I mean, there's no need for that. Uh, I have Black Queen. I still don't feel like I need her. I've used her. I had some fun with her. I still feel like she's so expendable to me. I, I like the challenge of figuring out how to use her in the best way. I think that's a really neat, exciting thing to do. Yeah. Since the game is so familiar to us. True. I still want M. I mean, I traded her away game on on the first day, and I, I I don't need her, but I'm a fan of X Factor, so it'd be nice. She's to, pretty cool for two hundred points. Well, plus on the side of all the team boosters, they uh, they have like a shot of the yeah. X Factor team, and I'm like, yeah. I can't make it now. Like, <laughs> what have I done? I think she'll be very easy to come across. I think a lot of people don't know who she is and don't care. Um, she's not necessarily a power gamer piece, so she's already settling around the eight dollar mark, and I think that's where she'll stay for a while. Is she? No. So I, I wouldn't have a hard time getting her. I'm really trying to figure out how to get away that uh, fi- get a, uh, find a way to get the White Queen now. Okay. I don't care about the team dial. I just want that piece. And how piece expensive is she? Fifteen bucks. Almost really? Fifteen dollars? Yeah. She's not even that great a piece. Quicksilver is only like eleven ninety nine or ten dollars. That's heartbreaking. And he's a better piece. He's and much better. He's more well known a character. 
Yeah. And this well, is the fourth White Queen. Technically, in like Emma years. Frost has been in a movie and a half. She has. But there's so many of her clicks. Sorry, this isn't the fourth. This is what? the, the Wait, third modern age. Can one. I say she's been in two movies? Emma yeah, Frost? if you want to insist that, that was her at the end of Wolverine um, Origin. I'm actually counting that as a half, and I'm counting the botched portrayal of her in Generation X as another half portrayal. Don't, you can't count that. I'm going to count that it's as not a half. Movie. It's <laughs> but was it distributed anything beyond like community cable st- stations? I'm not gonna, I know it was people know stuff. people know Generation X that movie. It's terrible. It was pretty bad. How about that cartoon that we drew one day? You know that doesn't <laughs> count. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't as bad as I think it. It was. almost would have been better if they had hired a porn actress to portray her. Because the acting couldn't have been any worse. At least she wouldn't look like She wasn't the right look. Yeah. She's a dark hair woman, too. Yeah, with a wig. Yeah, Yeah. so it looked worse. Yeah, and Emma is supposed to be the one who's manipulating our minds to make us think that she's a beautiful From what I remember, I think uh, Banshee was pretty cool, though, wasn't he? He's okay. Was he alright? Would you like to see Emma decide to, like, you know, because, again, she can do whatever she wants with people's minds. Mm -hmm. Would you like to to try to portray herself as a brunette at one point? No, because she starts off in her Emma Frost series as a brunette. Yeah, um, maybe go black haired for a minute. I don't care enough about her. No one seems to care about her. I, I think Emma Frost. I really like her. I miss Jean Grey. Uh, be honest, she, she sound like my wife right now. Why? She also misses Jean Grey. She also doesn't care much about Emma. She feels that she is a usurper. She uh, she is a little bit cyclops. I do got to give them credit that I mean it's it's a change that's lasted. It's mm-hmm. almost been a decade. It's been a long time. You know, like, I like her snobby's kind of. But she's a counterweight to Cyclops. My problem with that t-shirts. is that I grew up with a different Emma Frost. I grew up when Gen X Emma Frost, which is a very different version of the character. She was still snobby. It's not not the same. But she was still snobby. Oh, snobby. it was it was played up. She was always condescending. It, it was so different, though. She was the counterpoint to Banshee's idealism. She was, yes. Yeah, just the same way she is. To she, Cyclops. But now she's just more of a frosty bitch. Well, it depends on the betrayal, right? Because more mm. and more recently, well, pre AVX, she was becoming more of just a leader mentor. A little bit, right? She was there. she was like the mother of Utopia. So that it, it should always that's Jean there. Grey's thing. What she's like the mother of mutant kind. Yeah, but she's not as snar- as, as uh, um, snooty okay. as Emma. That's okay. You don't need her to be snooty. But Jean also doesn't really have a personality. Uh, actually, I was um, think some uh, a little bit of a, um, a tangent, but uh, not that we're ever known for that. Um, a quick tangent. I was listening to another podcast uh, on Comic Geeks Week. They did a fan expo podcast. It was um, there was a panel with Walt Simonson hmm. and Louise Simonson. They were asked something about X Factor back in the day when they started up with all the original X Men coming back together. And it was just the exterminators. Yes, uh, it was an interesting uh, discussion though because he had basically said, you know, one of the reasons why what they did to Angel and what they did to Beast at the time, and also what they did to Iceman, is they felt that the original mutants' powers were nowhere near as powerful as the new mutants that were coming out around the time. For sure. So they needed to amp them all up in some way. So mm-hmm. that's why we got Archangel. That's why we got, at the time, uh, Iceman had needed a special belt to control his powers because they went kind of haywire and insane. Mm-hmm. So he was more powerful than it had ever been before up until that point. Uh, Beast, um, they kind of had, they played more with the idea that the more he used his abilities, the, the dumber he got. Like, it was this weird counterbalance between the brilliance and also the... Which is kind of portrayed in the X-Men Blue Beast, actually. A little bit, yeah. So it's just... Anyways, it's not really with regards to anything we're talking what about right now. But... changed Archangel, though. I, oh, yeah. I know it was a very, like, you know, 80s thing to do. He was kind of an extreme version, but he was so cool. No, I, and, you know, it's a classic trope, too. You know, you take your, your ally and make him your enemy. Mm. And it's... But it's, it's, it's one well. of those costume designs that at first you're kind of like... Like Spider-Man 2099, you're like, oh, it's an extreme 90s makeover. But you look back on it, and the 2099 costume is pretty cool. Oh, it's pretty awesome. Um, um, he's back now. Dia de los Muertos or whatever, you know, yeah. kind of Halloween, Mexican Halloween costume. 
And Archangel, you're like, oh, all those lines and spikes. No, he looks awesome. Strife looks like an idiot, but yeah. you, know, you look back on it retrospectively. But I, I, the Archangel piece, I adore this piece in the set. You talk about figures that kind of yeah. surprised me. He does look good. Although he looks know, amazing, he plays very well. Again, I, I mean, when I come on the X Men, he given up that costume. He was wearing like the the old Angel costume yeah. with the blue one with yeah. the with the halo, yeah. and he had the metal wings. And I was like, that was a great until look. they shattered. Yeah. Those are good times. That, yeah. That's that's my era. And man. oh no, I remember being I was like I guess I was 13, 14, and like when those wings burst open and there was feather underneath, I was like, what? Like I'm in what's my happening? room, yeah. you know, making I'm screaming, and my parents are like, what's going on? With my teenage son, you know, is he discovered <laughs> porn? And they're like, no, angel, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it wasn't there like an issue before that where Betsy comes home and she finds like feathers on the ground, yeah. and she's like, something's going Something's on. Something's happened. Yeah. So awesome. And of course, she's flew in the coop because he's always running away. Yeah. Unfortunately, there are some of our listeners who just do not care about X Men. Well, this is a terrible podcast to listen to because no matter what, we're going to talk more about WAATX. That's true. Or wax. Or wax, wax, as you like to call it. Yes. You love your wax. I do like wax. I have <laughs> had the most fun trading ever for this set. I think part of it is due to the online community in Toronto, mm. which has been very uh, helpful and responsive. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's a great feeling to look for someone that you want and find someone who is willing to give that up because they don't care mm-hmm. and want something desperately from you that you don't care about. Yeah. Oh, you really want my warlock? You can have it. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I, I just love the hunt. Yeah, enjoyable. I do kind of want again. I'm I'm inspired to more to want to go back and find stuff I just don't care about and get rid of it because the hero clicks that I have are aging and they're not going to matter anymore. And already I'm using the stuff that's current and I'm starting to not use the stuff that's older. So I mean, I'm not I'm not I don't know how long it will take for me to get to your point where you pretty much said anything before. Anything you know. is all doable. So you guys are welcome to look at my halves list. I have a whole bunch of older figures, lots of old uniques or SRs. Yeah. Um, I'm probably willing to trade my clobbering time Nightcrawler at this point. Like, oh, I'll wow. trade any of those pieces. Yeah. I have the um, chrome version of Silver Surfer Ellie from Oh uh, yeah. Mask. I used to have that. In I a baggie, the chrome is perfect. I actually traded mine for Parallax back in the day. Okay, yeah. I stand by that. And, and those aren't necessarily heavy wants for the game, but they're heavy wants for certain collectors. I don't have a Rupert, I'm sorry, but no. if I did, I would trade it. One piece I never got, which I always wanted back in the day, was uh, the old Ellie Hal Jordan from Unleashed. Everyone loves that one. Because he was like the proto Yeah, high defense, willpower. Well, yeah, because the, the vet was really good, but then the Ellie was... It added a little bit of close combat at the end, because it was supposed yeah. to be more of him becoming Parallax, going kind of crazy, and I always wanted him. He was the Green Lantern for a long time until Kingdom Come Green Lantern. Oh, for sure, yeah. And then Kingdom Come came out and kind of and blew that away. reset everything. It's and interesting now, that no one even cares about Kingdom Come nobody anymore. Nobody cares anymore. No. I remember when Kingdom Come Flash dominated everything. 12 attack, 20 defense. I actually still have the original Magog. And I, yeah. I would happily trade it. Mm-hmm. Someone wanted it. If someone wants... Again, anyone wants the original Magog, I will happily give, give it away. I would love to see the Kingdom Come Flash that I've dreaded so much as a, as a younger man uh, play it again and then just have some plasticity characters. Let's see. Enjoy, yeah. Flash, because you can come adjacent to me, and then you have to stop. <laughs> I would love that. That's crazy, eh? What a great change to the game. Uh, characters I haven't used from the set yet that I'm really excited about using at some point are the GLA members. You should use those today if we have time. I don't. Get will. it out of your system. Uh, I don't. I, I want to go to a 300 point tournament and get it out of my system. Mm, okay. Because I would have like last week there was a 400 point tournament. I'm like, ah, it's too much. If it had only been 300 points, I totally would have bought the GLA. I want to get your thoughts on two other figures before you talk, we talk about GLA some more. Or, I don't need to talk about GLA. Oh, okay, we're done. Okay. Um, how, what are your feelings on Shadow King and Gambit? <sighs> Why do you have to do that to me? Uh, Gambit I'm pissed off about. Uh-huh. I honestly didn't realize that's how his power worked. He didn't realize that the plus two damage also applies to the splash damage um, in the area of effect for energy explosion. Well, no. So he clustered his figures together. 
and then I gave him a little cards to, cards to the face and he took like 20 clicks or something it was 5 damage per character yeah on the splash side and then the main character taking the hit with the object only takes 4 and then I tipped my bane and I said I'm done yeah <laughs> can we stop this game it was please? so exciting I hit my own characters I didn't care yeah you did hit your own characters so you hate Gambit he's a little too powerful um at least well, he doesn't start least, with running shot at least his price makes more sense yeah uh yeah at least he doesn't start with running shot I just think that's just kind of insane and crazy that he's able to do that mm-hmm. um yeah cause you it's cannot just, cluster you cannot turtle anything it's just so excessive yeah it is but there's much. no need for that uh and who's the other one uh Shotgun. I'm still not sure how I feel about him um he did well in the game that we played because mm-hmm. he was able to keep getting close and you know heal himself um, and, and not take damage. I, I don't know how I feel about him though because he's a, he's hard to use. He he's phasing because he's in his ethereal form. Yeah. And he's always getting close to you because he's trying to invade your mind. And he gets close to you, mm-hmm. you can't really attack him because he's the spiritual not spiritual a psychic being. And then he gets close to you and he mind controls. He can do it ten squares away, but he's always trying to get close to you. And this is kind of like reminds me of that episode of X Men where Missionary. Is being pursued by the Shadow King. He's trying to oh, yeah. pursue and consume his his victims um, to go inside of them. I, I just love how thematic or how accurate that is. He wants to go inside of his victims. Yeah, he does. He, uh, you know, he he is good. I mean, I I I kept holding him and wanting to use him. I just wasn't sure how to use him or what team to you use him. You feel more with. confident being able to use him now in the future. Um, what can do. Yes and no. He is still a bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the fact that he gives you two actions for every mind control is really helpful. Yeah, I guess one thing you could probably do with him is that once you get into position, that you know, get into position about ten ten uh, squares away, and then when you have a chance, just uh, you know, mind control someone else to attack their own to, okay. ter, ter, their own people, and then move next to you. you. Yeah, that's a good move. And that way you're protected against future yeah, attacks. That's a good move too. I didn't think um, about that. And to be fair, Adam, you would have won that game if you had rolled at least, what was it, a seven you needed? And you kept rolling so. sixes? Yeah. Yeah, so he would have won you the game if it just was for the dice. He's an interesting... He is interesting. I mean, he, he his defenses aren't high, but that's the thing. You just have to be based. And the only problem with that is that this is a day and age where there's more and more characters that ignore characters for movement. Ugh, yeah. So it's not like it used to be. If this had been like three years ago, this guy would dominate mm-hmm. because you can't get away. Uh, although hypersonic speed still would have allowed... Yeah, but what you put you throw the handcuffs on this guy. See, I don't. Could you imagine the guy with handcuffs? I don't want to have to do that every time, though. Imagine the Shadow King coming around <laughs> putting handcuffs on you. Okay, well that's kind of amazing. <laughs> that that I kind of like. That's a great mental image. But like that, just I, I hate the, the idea that you have to use all this extra garbage in order to make characters better. Well, I, I don't think he needs it. I just think it's a fun. No, thing he doesn't need it. No, yeah, it'd be funny. Yeah, you're right. And then even a lot of those characters that do have sidestep, there are enough of them that are close combat anyway. So Beast, for example. Mm-hmm. You throw uh, Beast has sidestep, oh, he ignores characters. I'm never No, actually, I can just put uh, him next to Beast, and Beast might keep trying to sidestep away, but then I'll just mind control him, have him hit a friend, and then move back over to me. Yeah, for sure. That move action is so good. Oh, it's yeah. excellent. And Beast can't ever attack him otherwise. No. He can move away all he wants, but he can't attack him unless he goes to Jason. No. I do um, love that Beast. I do love sidestep. Yeah. Now, since we've done our last episode, we've had new stuff has come out. We found out about the AVX event. Right. Um, do you want to talk about that briefly? What your thoughts are? Um, I probably echo a lot of people or listeners' feelings of $40 per starter is too rich for my blood. But that's just the MSRP, right? Like That's not a guarantee that that's what it's going to yes, go for. Yes, but usually people don't stray too much from MSRP. True. They either go $5 less or $5 more. Usually, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping more for five dollars less. Hopefully, but yeah, uh, but still thirty five dollars for a starter when I've already bought, purchased one this year. I don't know. I, mm. I am tempted by the X Men one. 
Yeah, I mean, you like the characters, right? I mean, it depends on Magneto's dial. If Magneto's dial is worth it. Then I like that's the right. Yeah, I have hope for a good Magneto because we did not get him in the set. And I have GSX, so I don't really feel the need to get any others. I have the uh, Marvel Ten one, who's you know decent. He's not. He's prettier looking than he is effective. That's true, but I mean, I do hope that this one's good because the the Prime one, he's not the real Magneto. Yeah. He's this weird alternate version that there is no need for them him them to have made him at all. Yeah, AOA Magneto would have been a lot better than oh, the Prime for with the, the long hair coming yes. out to the back. They gave us AOA Nightcrawler. We have X Men in the set. Why not make us a little tiny sub theme of more AOA figures? I was probably we never got Sugar Man. Everyone's talking Sugar Man, right? Yeah. Although that being said, I don't even know what he would do. I want Abyss first, but that's just me. Abyss. I know yeah. you love that Banshee AOA Banshee too. Isn't that your one want? There's no uh, there's no reason for me to want him though. There's nothing different well, about we, him. First of all, we haven't had a Banshee since Armor Wars, right? True. He's, so we, we are kind of overdue. Give us an but AOA Prime. No, but there's no need for him. I just think Primes are a wonderful um, area to cultivate. But how, these how different items. would he be, though? Like, he's not that different than real well, Banshee. How different should Bar- uh, sorry, Brother Voodoo be from Dr. Voodoo? Different, but not terribly different. Well, that is different. There's, but there's a different because he was he was powered by old Dr. Strange. I'll give you a better stuff. one then. Aloysia Craven versus Craven. They are essentially very similar characters with small differences. And that's kind of what they are. Those small differences, though, are represented by that ability to use the tiger, which is a huge j- jump in the game. I suppose so, they yeah. They can be fairly clever with it. I mean, Jubilee Vampire Jubilee, right? Yeah. I'm just saying there's, no di- there's not a lot of differences well, okay. between AOA the and The AOA Banshee. versions of all characters should be more lethal. Right? Even Banshee? So yeah, all of them were all of them so. were hard. I would like the visual, like if they could, if they could nail it. Like that's a tough one though. Because you say the same thing for Nightcrawler, AOA Nightcrawler. Well, he's he's more lethal. He doesn't yeah. carry other characters. I don't think and he they strikes could, them. I don't think they could do Banshee justice. That the way that he when Andy Kubert was doing it, I don't think they could they could the replicate sculpt? that. Yeah, I've been impressed before because I wouldn't even care about what the powers are. I be I want it to look gorgeous. I want it to look like something I don't know, like really cool. I want him to have an ability that's similar to Phil Yurick's uh, Sonic, Sonic Scream. Yeah. That'd be nice. To have him kind of a pulse wave. Yeah. No, he, if there's any character who deserves that, it's him. Pulse wave and cap, for sure. Uh, of course. A lot more so than, than Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. Green Goblin technically should lose... Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry. You know what he is. I know. But for listeners, they don't know who Phil Yurick is. Phil Yurick was the Green Goblin. No, they then, might not know. then they took it away. Yeah. And gave us a flaming sword weirdo. Yeah. Um, Which one do you want? The more if you had a choice between the Avengers version or the X Men, probably the X Men. Yeah. Uh, only because like who are the the dedicated figures, right? Like I'd rather have Colossus because I don't have Colossal lot. I didn't get him in FI, so I'd rather have that for X Men. I'd love, rather have a new Magneto who hopefully is badass. Um, like the Cowl Cyclops, want another one of those? I don't care about that. What about Namor? Uh, I like that costume. I don't care about it though. I don't. I, we've had some good Namors. We've had a lot of Namors over the last two years, so I don't feel the need How for it. How many legal Namors do we have? We have the Gravity Feed and the regular one from Galactic Guardians. Yeah, we, we have, have, and then just the Chase, Chase. Yeah. Phoenix, and then this one coming up. So yeah. we we'll have four legal Namors within two and a half years. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot of Namors considering there was a Black long Queens time. We'll have four also. Actually, five if you count the Chase. Sorry, White Queens. I have too many White Queens. A bunch of Cyclopses. Yeah, it's it's a bit much. And then the Avengers side, you're like, yeah, another Spider-Man, another Wolverine. Imagine that. Everyone's thinking, oh, Scarlet Witch. This could be good. It could be. It could just be a prob not, with nothing on it. I, that's what I kind of expect. That's I would why like her to have a power where she deals um, unavoidable damage. That's powerful. Unavoidable damage to Phoenix Force members. Okay. She should absolutely have some. For this storyline, mm-hmm. absolutely. Now, what do you feel about the, the prize, Elise? Do you like the, the selection? 
Um, cable's neat, but I haven't seen his dial. I don't care about danger. I cannot believe we haven't had a regular set cable in forever. Oh, regular set? Yeah. It's like, what the hell? Mutant Mayhem. Mutant Mayhem. That was, what, like seven, eight years ago? I can't even remember that long. It's been a long time. Like, yeah. I, I'm glad we're getting a new cable, but like, seriously. He's a prize again, though. He's that's that's what I mean. That's the, prob- that's, that's the problem. We still don't have a regular set. And they give us his daughter and we'll bring the X-Men and don't bother to give us the dad. No, right? it's so stupid. And yeah. I'm glad that they're giving us a cable, don't get me wrong. I'm super excited about it, but... Um, he's participation? No, he's a he's an actual prize. Oh, I'm not going to get him then. Now, here's a question to you. How do you feel about um, the, the idea that with this event, you're able to use the characters from the starters? You have to use at least, what, one or two characters one, from one the starters? Character, yeah. But how do you feel about having to, like, basically... You're not getting both... Particip- you have to choose a participation prize. So yeah. a lot of people, if you only get to go to one event, yes. you have to kind of choose if you're going to get Avengers or X-Men. It's gonna, it feels like it's going to uh, inspire collusion. A little bit. People are going to go, look, we'll each buy one starter, and I'll just give you one of these figures to play with kind of thing, and we'll just swap. Or I, I don't know. I feel like people who want both are going to do whatever they can to get both. So they'll have to head to two different venues, yeah. or they're going to just try to do whatever they can under the table. Um, I don't really care about any of those figures, though. The only one I really have, would have interest in is Cable. Um, Black Panther, I've been waiting for them to do a really good Black Panther that I can enjoy. Well, he's using. a participation prize. He has participation, so at least there's that. But again, I have to spend $40 to participate. Well, again, with collusion, you could always borrow a figure from a good friend. Yeah, you could. Or someone who's on the couch with you right now, and I'm not counting my cat. Um, <laughs> I mean, with these, so. That's true. Oh, but still, you could always, when I see you, you just be like, hey, you want to borrow something for a while? Again, the cool thing about the store there, um, Comics Book Addiction or whatever it's called, is that they have two nights. They have the competitive nights on the Sunday and then the more friendly games on the Monday. Oh, that's nice. I'm pretty, pretty much going to end up doing only Mondays. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I'm a more friendly guy. I like that we played today. I like the games you and I enjoyed today where we just like threw some guys on the board and ran at each other. Oh, yeah. I just spent a lot of time. One game I spent a lot of time strategizing. For the most part, I just like, you know, I, sur- I ran my entire Imperial Guard across the table at you. Mm-hmm. I didn't wait for you to come. I didn't turtle. I just mm-hmm. like, we just let's do this fight, right? Yeah. Well, we played, what, three or four games pretty quickly. Like, I like just, the games. Just wanted to get it done. More enjoyable. And we forget to roll leadership. We don't care. We'll let the other person roll leadership. Like, nobody cares. Well, that is the, the benefit of being in a, you know, a friendly environment. Mm-hmm. I mean, even sometimes when you're in a friendly environment, not everyone's friendly. Yeah. Uh, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just sometimes people are competitive and they can't get yes. out of that. If they're in a competitive venue or environment where there are tournaments, it's very difficult to to trust other people for, to, to be good sports about things because you know you might or even just... or even to let go of that when you then go to a friendly spot. And like, maybe you we know we know people that you know are really love the game, but they're very competitive. Mm-hmm. And then just by nature, that's fine. And, and when we, we might play together, and with a little, I always feel the rules get a little looser because. We all know each other. We're playing for fun. We're not in a tournament setting, but not everyone always, you know, goes the same way. Some people will still hold to to the letter of the rules. But. Yeah, I've never had a friendly game environment have someone say, "Actually, you did declare charge." So, <laughs> like, once that happens, you know it's not friendly anymore. Hmm. Now, how do you feel about the Phoenix Force? The shards or the prize for Cyclops Dark? The, the actual Phoenix Force as a resource. Yeah, I don't know what that's going to mean. It does mean a new resource in the game, which can. If by, by previous patterns would suggest a low point cost um, game element hmm. that unbalances the game. <laughs> so yeah. if we're going to go based on the utility belt and on the gauntlet itself, I, I don't care. Or even on the, the book of the skull because I was that's I, I, I don't like I love sealed events. I don't like the fear itself sealed events because it's not a real sealed event. If everyone can bring this, I refuse to use that object and I'm like the only one. 
and I'm going to lose every time because I'm not wanting to bring this ridiculous resource. We need, if, if unless this would happen with the Phoenix Force, which I doubt, unless, we need the equivalent of ordinary day in the game. Yeah. Right? Because battlefield conditions were rampant at one time. They were kind of a cool idea. They were really more just scenario cards. They were more like, play a game, but you can play with, with heavy winds. Yeah. And people can't fly. Uh, then they said, but you can make these part of the tournament scene. In fact, everyone should bring a hand, a, car, a group of yeah. cards. What if they did the same thing with resources? There is a resource that one round in, or, or maybe all rounds, if you pay the points for this, you can cancel someone else's resource. That's I, it. I have a time with that. It, what, what if it's something like you have to pay equal points to whatever their resource is and you can cancel it out? So you would have to change your team maybe, or I don't, I don't know what, how they could structure it, but yeah. the advantage of these um, cards of uh, battlefield conditions is that they all have the same quote-unquote point value. They're all equal. Yeah. It will be it will be difficult to cancel someone's gauntlet who spent forty points in the gauntlet. Versus I would love that though. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. I, I would love to bring that, and that's it. Then I cancel yours. Maybe not totally even canceling, but maybe just limiting in some way. Like I don't even know how you do it, but you'd have to have very not too specific, but there'd have to be some sort of limit to something that it does. Well, it's it's also an interesting thing. People keep saying in the game, the game will be balanced based on the players who play it. So if spiral isn't bad for the game. It's the players who use her excessively. Okay, fine. Well, what if this is kind of like a supply and demand kind of thing, like proportional representation? The players will determine what the climate of the environment is of playing. So, if this mechanic or this, this um, resource doesn't be made is made available, and it does allow you to cancel out someone else's resource, and everybody starts bringing them, it's going to be pretty obvious fairly soon to the game designers and to the community at large that people don't actually like resources. Most people just bring it to help them not lose. Yeah. There's a percentage that really like resources and love to play them, yeah. but if they're going to enjoy those resources, it seems like the majority of people are canceling them for a reason, yeah. and we're not going to be focusing on resources anymore. Resources, in theory, aren't a bad idea. The, yes. To add a, the practicality is the problem. And to to add, you know add more comic book flavor to the game, but in actuality, all it is is stat bumps and boosting that isn't natural, and it's just kind of thrown in there, and. Um, and just and it causes some balance issues, and it's and it just makes a lot of the games kind of redundant and not as interesting. When everyone brings the same thing, how is that still fun? Mm -hmm. um, you know, like they and usually they'll come up with something, some way to get rid of these elements. They'll do retirement, or they'll change like there used to be a lot of wild card abuse. Then they brought in themes, and then themes kind of became the new thing. You know, like yes, you could use a wild card abuse, but now you don't have the advantage of choosing map. Um, you know, uh, these these probability controls, like all these these extra things, and now people don't generally use non-keyworded teams because they've been so conditioned. Mm -hmm. So the idea of using a, a wildcard team like we used to back, you know, five six years ago is just alien. So I remember just, those days of wildcard rampant, and you could switch your team anytime an action was declared. Yeah. So I'm stealth when you try to shoot me, mm -hmm. and now that you can't shoot me, I've made it illegal. You're going to attack me close combat. Now I'm Mystics. Yeah. What a terrible time that was. It wasn't good. Yeah. But it was a time in transition. The game is constantly in transition. Mm -hmm. The game will never, until it's over and like done, and the game is no longer being created, it won't ever have a set firm rules. That's only the only time it stops evolving is when it's dead. I'm glad to see the evolution. I'm glad to see that Thunderbolts is no longer what it used to be. I'm super. That's happy another about thing that. that used to be crazy. Thunderbolts. Um, but every time they, Oracle, they every time they Oracle. stop one of these things, they'll come up with something new. Yeah. Like Heroes for Hire, Fantastic Four. Remember yeah. the 19 defenses for everybody? Yeah, like they all. It's interesting to see how it changes. The more if you if you wait it out, eventually there's something new will be more ridiculous than the last thing. It's just the nature of the game. 
Yes. I, I do have a problem, though, with this idea that we're looking for more thematic play, we're looking for more play or resources that are meant to be based off of the comics, and then you take a look at what they've actually created, and this belt, this tool belt that some guy made in a cave is equal to or superior in some ways than these, these omnipotent glove gauntlet, celestial gauntlet that grants you power over all creation. That, I mean... It doesn't ultimately it doesn't matter what you call them anymore. It doesn't matter that the belt is called the belt of Batman or yeah. that the gauntlet's infinite gauntlet. It might as well just be like as you said, a resource because all they are is the same stat boots which gives you powers. They're not really thematic anymore. No. Forget, forget this whole idea of the balance and we all understand that they cost too little for what they produce. Yeah. But if you want to go down the the route of are these based in any kind of fun, enjoyable thematic play or comic book related play? I don't think that they are. I think no. they're just saying, look, this is what we have. And the gauntlet originally was like, cool, it should be allow, allow you to do these cool things because mm-hmm. it should allow you to create planets. So why not enjoy that? Yeah. But as we move on, like, uh, the belt is a problem. I wonder what this Phoenix Force will be. The Phoenix Force is unlimited also. Will it Yeah. Will it just grant you all the powers? I don't know. Because at least, like, at least with you know the, the, the gauntlet, you had specific gems. Mm-hmm. So you could kind of figure out what, what gem what powers in the game would, would somehow correlate to these, these right. gems but yeah with the Phoenix Force who knows so the first month the, the main prize is Cable uh, then everyone gets participation prize of the Phoenix Force 3D resource dial you also then get uh, two fragments in the first month uh, as the participation prizes and that's the Cyclops fragment and the Namor fragment uh, that's month one and which are we can presume are going to grant you certain abilities Based on roughly those characters or, or the essences of the Phoenix that they held, perhaps um, who who knows? Maybe this will break the rule of three, and we'll say um, for as many shards as you have on this dial, you get plus one to all your uh, your abilities. How about that? Why don't they just do that? All five members, you plus five to everything. Who yeah. cares? Who cares anymore? Uh, the month two. Now you have the uh, Lee Kung, the Thunderer. I don't care at all. He's from, no, the guy care. from Kylan. I mean, he, he's, he's kind a of, cool symbol on his chest. Yeah, that's about it. He's, 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 <laughs> yeah. kind of, he's kind of the bum the bum prize. Like, there's always kind of one prize that's not as great. Yes, I agree. This Ooh. is slightly worse than danger. This is like the gardener, you know? Like, he's... Oh, no. He's the gardener of, the, of, of these prizes. You knew when you heard his name, but no one would want the gardener. <laughs> exactly. You know, he's space Jesus. Yeah, he's not, he's, not, he's not even, like, the runner. Oh, man, I guess he runs no. fast. That's cool. And now, if you if you align with the Avengers faction, then your participation prize in month two will be the Black Panther. And if Hopefully you, he's cool. Hopefully he's cool. And if you align with the X-Men, it'll be Danger. So that's kind of an interesting, you know, decision. Now, there's in the op kits, there's only 11 of each. So if you have 22 players... You know, you kind of, you probably have to, as you come in, put in your allegiance, and then if everyone's already come First in, come for serve, yeah. yeah, basically, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kind of got to make sure you're, the, if you want something specific, got to be there at a certain time. And then that month, uh, the uh, participation prize is twenty one. Sorry, not twenty one, but the Colossus fragment, basically. That's month two, and then month three. I don't know if I care about White Phoenix Hope. No, I don't care. Does your wife care? She hasn't finished AVX yet. She's got chapter seven, six, okay. seven. So she's finally hit the interesting part. I kind <laughs> of wonder. It's not interesting until chapter six. Okay. It's not, right? So she's got to that point, and so she's kind of interested to finish. Okay. So, yeah. So it's White Phoenix Hope. I'm, I'm all phoenixed out. I, have the, I fought really hard to get these five phoenixes. You and don't I'm need a white one? What if she looks really cool with like nice plastic and everything? I didn't get the last white phoenix that was Jean in GSX, so why would I try again for this one? Also, I think Hope is a neat idea, but I don't necessarily care about no. her. 
Now, the special object uh, that's coming out in month three is the Emma Frost fragment, and then you can either get a Professor X if you're on the, uh, I guess, Avengers side, and then Hope on the X-Men side. Can we get an event that gives us 3D objects, please, for those of us who either weren't around when 3D objects were released or bought them and then lost them and don't know where they are? Yeah. That's me. I don't know where they are. I no. used to have all that stuff, the dumpster. Yeah, I have no idea where yeah, they are. Yeah, it would be nice to actually have a 3D object set. Um, I don't know why. I don't know. I don't care about the Hope. Why we need that's that's a lot of hopes. The prize is the White Phoenix Hope. Participation prize is the Hope Le, and we just had a set with Hope. That's a lot of hope. There's a lot of doubles in the next few months. It feels like Batman and now, Suits of Gotham all over again. Have we seen what this Professor X looks like? I no, think we but have. he should be standing. Is he the standing? So he is, is he just going to be the one from the Professor X Magneto? It has to be the one that. Uh, yeah, just take that same sculpt. Well, he's in a jumpsuit there. He's not wearing a jumpsuit in ADX. Just repaint him. Give him a little tie. You know, like, okay. well, we'll see. Then I can I can replicate that that moment when out of nowhere on the beach, him and Legion are. Digital sculpts being what they are now, it's more common that you'll see new new actual creations and sculpts for these things. But you're mm-hmm. right, as an LE, they tend to cut corners. Then the now this is it's nice that this is only a four month event. It's nice that it's a smaller event. It's not six months. So it's four months. So the fourth month, you have the grand prize, which is the Dark Phoenix Cyclops Colossal limited edition figure. Although he could be a single base, we don't have any bases. We don't know yet. Uh, the the um, I guess I don't know what how these prizes work because there's the grand prize, and then there's four Phoenix Buster Ironmans, which was the ugliest armor ever. <laughs> That's pretty bad. It was it was the the most unimaginative armor that J- uh, John Romita Jr. has ever illustrated. Which is weird too because he also drew Planet Hulk, not Planet Hulk. Um, World War Hulk, where he did the other Hulkbuster armor. It was still boring. Was, wasn't amazing, but it was better than this one. Uh, narrowly. He's not good at <laughs> well, armor It sometimes. was a bulky Ravita armor. How, how creative can they get? I guess not very. And then uh, the participation prizes are the Avengers team base and the X-Men team base, which I know you don't care about. At all. I kind of like the idea of being putting them on there. I mean, I, again, I probably would not actually use them, but... But if you're going to stick it out for four months and play, then that's a nice thing to have at the end. It is a nice thing to have. And, and it if, helps justify the cost. And if you don't need it, or if you're willing to trade it, then someone might... The collectors are going to need it. Because if they're only able to go to one venue, there's a bunch of stuff they're going to have to trade for. Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting to see what happens to the secondary market. Would you trade that for a, uh, a New Mutant space? With the three SRs on it? Yeah. I, I thought you didn't like the New Mutants. I, well, I, I don't need... A, I don't need a team base. So these are just the okay, actual so base. Okay, me how much you care about this base. You don't really care. Well, this is just the base, right? Yeah. There's no figures on this yeah. base. So you already have... There the, might be someone who's like... Because no one seems to want new mutants. Everyone's like, I want to get rid of them. I'm like, I don't understand that. I think they're kind of cool, actually. I would... Well, I'm, it's it's giving away something I care very little about to right. get something I care a little bit more about. Okay, so you don't care that much about new mutants. I'm not really. That's too bad. Especially because I don't need more. I don't want, I don't want to want Warlock. And if I got the New Mutants team base, I'd want Warlock because I'd want to complete that team. Not even for the team base, but just for the team itself. And I don't really want them. I'm probably going to end up with the full team without Warlock and not care that much. So no. I can get away with it. I guess it works for me. I guess so. Anyways, that's the four-month event. I'm, I'm more or less excited about it. Just, I don't know. I, it could be good. I, we don't, we, we're not really going to know what we're getting until we see what these figures look like. Like, in yeah, terms of the dials, yeah, the right? Dials, I mean, sure. I, I, I like that we're getting 12 new Marvel dials, basically, you know, very soon. Like, when does AVX even start? November something, and then Iron Man's the same month, right? It's a lot of stuff. I do I do think that I, I prefer this kind of model as opposed to the Fear Itself model. Um, 
Because fear itself... Is, yeah, you're buying something every time you go. And you're buying, yeah, six months. Like there's six months of having to do sealed events. That's a lot of money. Uh, the worst part being that a lot of times you're buying a, a, a booster of, of crap. Um, especially when FI started, you didn't have Wolverine out yet. Um, so you only had a few sets you could even choose from. Uh, most places were running out of old older sets. So really, your only options were like Galactic Guardians, Amazing Spider-Man, and Teen Titans, which are fine. But they were selling out quickly. So I think the last time I went, they ran out of Amazing Spider-Man. So you couldn't even play with more of that. So you had to buy a booster of something you really did not care about. If it had been the way it was originally supposed to be before it was allocated, and everyone got two boosters of Fear Itself, mm-hmm. that would have been amazing. That would have been a lot more preferable. Because then you have to go, you have to play in order for the chance of these prizes and these pieces. But at least you're buying two boosters of something you probably don't have yet. As opposed to having to... Con- continually buy Amazing Spider-Man. Like, I, I lucked out. I got Spider-Man 2099 one time, and I got an extra Hobgoblin Prime the second, which I still have available for trade for those who are interested. <laughs> um, yeah, what's going on? I thought you worked out a deal with Kevin for that. Uh, we'd worked out a deal, and then he, he, he was still working on some other things, so he said he would get back to me. and I then he can pursue that again. Uh, at some we'll, point. We'll give him a workout. I'll give him some time. I'll give him some time to think about it. But So I kept getting these figures, and Leon kept buying Teen Titans, and both times that screwed, got nothing useful. And it was basically garbage. He's like, anyone want this? I'm going to dump this in the garbage. Because he didn't want to bother bringing it home, because he already had all this crap. And and actually, I think the only good thing about the last time he went is that he pulled another Deathstroke, and that was the one figure I didn't have that he didn't give me in the C.O.R. because he didn't have an extra. So I gave him like five bucks for it or something, because he's actually expensive. But yeah, it was just kind of like... And he's going to buy it again on Tuesday. Tuesdays are next. Okay, don't event. let him do that anymore. Like, if there are newer figures, just throw them in a bag, take them home in your bag, and then give them to me. I'm still putting together just extras, piles of extras. You don't care about Teen Titans, though. No, I don't. The reason is because when I finally am able to either at a school or some kind of event, mm-hmm. do some uh, work with like a... My goal is at a school to um, have a club, a tabletop gaming club, and then people can come and play Yu-Gi-Oh! or they can play whatever they play. Okay. And then there's some kids who want to learn this game. I'll just have fodder that I don't have to worry about bringing it. Like, I'm not going to bring my sets to a school to teach no. teenagers how to play. I want extra fodder that I don't worry if it's damaged or lost. So that's that's my goal. So if, if, I'd, I'd rather see that than a bunch of clicks thrown away for no reason if we can help it. Interesting. If, if, I mean, if you're there and you don't mind throwing them in your bag for later, then just do that and pass them over to me. You know what makes me feel a little old? When I started playing Hero Clicks, I was 19. Were you really? Yeah. Started playing 2003, just yeah, like the same age. Two or three, two or three months before my birthday. I've been playing. I've been playing ten years. I started in 2004, beginning of 2004. Yeah, I yeah, because I, I started just before indie and Critical Mass, and that was just just before I turned 20. I started just before Ultimates came out. Wow, that's yeah, that's 2004. Yeah. I remember that because I just act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird, like I. Critical Mass was the last set. I'd never really played That's anything like this before because I played Magic briefly, but then my cards were stolen in like junior high, and then it was I never, Yeah, seriously. Everybody I, had their Magic cards stolen, and I just never bothered going back and playing, so or collecting, and I just kind of focused on comics. So I mean, I hadn't really done anything like this until. Did you Heroes. know about Overpower when you were? No one played it. Yeah, it was dead by then. And I like no, well, no, even when it was going, like no one ever played it. But you knew of it, like you saw the ads and I had cards. heard of it. Yeah, you saw the onslaught cards and yeah, inserts. I'd heard of it, but no one ever played it. Okay, uh, I did remember. It, did co- it titillate you? Did it tantalize you? I can't say that it did because I, I knew nothing about what it. What does really. titillate you? What doesn't? What does titillate you? Comic books. The smell <laughs> of new comic books. There's something about that. old comics. I like old comic books from like 1989 or 90. Yeah, that's a good and, era. And they talk about, and they have those. Um, 
those ads on the back for like this playing game, like a role playing game. Oh yeah, and it has the different hands that are supposed yeah. to be the different characters, yeah, like which the, don't the in any way. hand and the robot hand. I'm like, is that M11? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really weird. But that's like the stuff I remember from my childhood. Yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. I just just realized I've been playing this game a lot longer than I realized. Yeah, I, I, I guess I've always been a gamer. I, uh, my parents raised me on board games and, and things like that, and so I've leapt from one card game to another, and then I love miniatures. I love the mini, mini set, mm-hmm. sorts of uh, characters. And for the longest time, I kept trying to get people interested in the game or showing them this game, and, and the characters used to have terrible paint jobs and really bad sculpts for the most part. I remember a buddy of mine who played Overpower with him uh, years ago. I, I said, look, I want you to see this new game, and I sat him down trying to teach him here at Clicks. And he's like, okay, that's a very interesting game, but um, I don't know if I'm really interested in this game with these like really ugly-looking figures. You know, like mm-hmm. it doesn't really interest me very much. And I just kind of thought about that, and I went, you know what? I'm obsessed with this game, so I'm gonna I just kind of slough yeah. it off. But over the years, I thought more and more about it. Like, why do they not look anywhere near that I imagine they should look? And there are other type of like Fantastic Forces. They start they change companies. They change the production company in China. Yeah. They start making nicer-looking figures, and then 2009, and Spider-Man comes out, and I'm like, this is gorgeous. Mm. This is how all the figures should look. Yeah. But with the exception of maybe what Ghost Rider and maybe one or two other figures in that set, they by and large didn't look as good as 2009. Wait, do you like Nimrod? Uh, Nimrod was cool and everything. He's a little boring. Mm. Uh, Ultimate Reed was pretty cool. Yeah. A little swirly cue kind of. Oh yeah. Yeah, you had to put him in into the like, he was two pieces. But then you also had Namor who was just standing there in the air, and I'm like, okay. And then it wasn't until really NECA bought the company and upgraded everything. And now these figures, I would be proud to show these figures to that friend of mine and show him how they've changed. I've had people remark and who have no interest in the game go, that's a really cool looking figure. I didn't used to have that in early hero books. People no. would go, oh, what's this game? It looks interesting that you guys are so into this. But I never had someone look at the figure and go, that's a gorgeous figure. Like every mm. once in a while you'd find like a Kingdom Come figure or Ultimate's Lizard I always thought looked pretty cool. But now, for the most part... I think the game has improved so much that as a collectible, I am no longer interested in those ugly figures. It's not just about dials for me anymore. Yeah. I am actively getting rid of figures who I just don't like the look of them. Interesting. Even in W, um, even in Wax, I, there are figures that I just don't like. They don't appeal to me, so I don't I have no interest. Yeah. Don't care how new it is. Doesn't look good. Interesting. So when it comes to these dials and the, these star sets for AVX, part of me is looking at it and going, that Thor looks better than every Thor I have. Maybe I'll just get rid of all my other Thors and make that my Thor. Hmm. Kind of different tone. It's a very different maybe. take on it. Yeah. Used to be completionist. Now I'm like, you know what? I have four or five versions of all these well, characters. Well, at some point, too, I mean, even like Leon's backing away in a big way because he's, he's just like, you can't have every, you can have everything, but they make it really challenging now. There's just so it much. It should be, right? It's a collectibles game. It is a collectibles game, but not only that, like they came up with so many different offshoots. And, like he's like, you know, I'm sticking to the prime comic book stuff now. He's just what like, about the Batman TV show? No, he's not bothering. I, I think he was interested when it first was announced and solicited. But as for many things that he'll he'll kind of say like, "Are you getting it?" I'm like, "Well, I don't think so." He's like, "Well, I'm not going to bother with it." Good. Yeah. He should. You should decide what products you want. This is part of the growing pains of expanding franchise or expanding licensed product. I don't understand the complaints from old completionists who go, "I it used to be possible for me to complete everything. There were three sets a year: two Marvel, one DC, or two yeah. DC, one Marvel." and an action pack and now I can't do it and I don't understand it if, if NECA is able to produce more and therefore sell more and make more of a product like increasing their market share or increasing the number of people they sell to let the company thrive the company was so easy to shut down and, 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 and disappear a few years ago because it was uh, based upon it wasn't diversified 
it was based on one kind of market and uh, one fan. And when that w was no longer available, they had no other um, licensed properties to fall back on. Yeah. It's not even like Marvel DC pulled the plug from under them. It was just like, look, Tops is saying we're gonna we're gonna do without this. If this can become a profitable business for NECA, they're not gonna pull the plug on it. They're gonna keep promoting it. They're gonna keep trying to encourage growth. Yeah. That's good for the game. And and I've mentioned this before on the boards. Comic books used to be a very small thing. The comic book companies would produce maybe at the beginning five comic books a month, and that's all they could do. And then they started rapid expansion as those sold. Back in those days, as a college kid, you could probably afford the ten cents for your comics and buy those ten, those five comics every month. Mm -hmm. And really, like I know everything about the Marvel universe because I buy all five of their comics. Mm -hmm. No one today would ever expect you to buy every single Marvel comic. In the early sixties, yeah, I think there was only, I think they had a moratorium of about ten or fifteen. That's why you had a lot of characters sharing books. You had Captain America and Iron Man sharing a title because they didn't have their own title. They so, had... is it bad the Marvel universe has more books? Is it bad they've expanded? Is it bad there's more that you can reasonably buy? From one perspective, okay, yes. As the absolutist collector, sure. But no one comes into comics now expecting to buy everything. And I don't think they should come into this expecting to buy everything. The child I was, who was a child of the Marvel Universe and of the history of the Marvel Universe, would prefer less books. Because there'd be more clarity of vision and there'd be easier to follow the universe and the continuity would still exist. Because uh, continuity, a lot of people only focus on the bad parts. That it can be a shackle. And it can be. But it can also just be like, it, everything that does exist... Don't outright do anything that's, that, that flies in the face of it, but you don't have to shoehorn in references to the continuity either. And I agree with that. There's that, a balance. There's a feeling that, that old Heroes players feel the same way. I would rather there be less product, have it more uh, um, better, more rigorous uh, playtesting, um, edit your powers more before they come out, mm -hmm. and also don't overwhelm me with too many sets. Those are a few things I want. I want more quality control, but also I'm very concerned that there are too many sets coming back to back and I can't afford them it all. It does feel like this year they've backed off a little. Does it? I, I feel that way only because I... I guess... There's less Fast Forces. Like, so, like, Amazing Spider-Man didn't have a Fast Forces. Um, so you're still getting the gravity feeds. Wax the, doesn't have it either. Wax doesn't have a fast forces either. So th there's a little bit less of an like things that you you never had to get all of it, but usually they would have one or two figures in there that kind of made it more of a must have, especially with Chaos War. Um, but now they're kind of moving away from those fast forces for regular sets. They'll give you the gravity feed, but that's it. And then they'll save the kind of the six figure starter style for something else. I'm okay with that. Um, Moving more into movie products is fine, for especially for me because I don't care. And I like that if you want to be involved in the movie clicks, go right ahead. There's Lone Ranger for you. Um, there's Iron Man three. There's you know there hasn't actually been that much this year. And there compared to last year, you had Avengers. You had an Avengers movie uh, gravity feed. You had the the Target exclusive version of that. You had the regular one. You also had an Avengers movie starter, and you had the same thing happen with the Dark Knight. That's just the movie-related products, but there's like basically three different lines for each one. It's a lot of product. And then you had, you know, Galactic Guardians. You had the main set. You had the, the Fast Forces. You had the, the Gravity Feed. It just felt like there was so much more. Every set, you weren't just committing to like a case or however much you were going to buy, like a brick or two. You also wanted to also have, be able to get the Gravity Feed and the Fast Forces. So that's just personal preference, right? It is personal preference, but I mean, come on, we're collectors. Most of us are going to be getting most of that product. Yes, but I, I just I don't feel it fair to blame a company whose entire job is to make profit. I don't know. I mean, their job is to make a profit for their shareholders. Yeah, That's true. their job. And whatever they need to do to do that, they do. That's yeah. the way corporations work. I know. So you could say to Marvel or to NECA and say, 
Marvel, we'd like you to reduce your book so there's more clarity of vision. That I appreciate that. Also, it'd be less for me to have to collect because I'm kind of obsessive compulsive. NECA, on the other side, I want you to do the same thing. Focus more on a, a more clarity of vision with your sets. Focus a little bit more on that kind of clarity mm-hmm. and reduce it so I can feel more comfortable. Or they're going to turn around and go, look, shareholders, um, we're, we're going to make you money. And their demand is great for this product. It's increasing. Mm-hmm. Marvel movies are coming up. People are demanding more books. On the NECA side, they're saying um, people seem yeah. to love these I, I, I love that they're dedicating. I love that they're dedicating more stuff to movie stuff because I don't personally need to care. Well, I mean, in the Marvel side, they make they, need, they have all these Avengers books right now, and we know obvious reasons why. Because mm-hmm. the, Mar- the Avengers brand is very strong. Yes. That's why they're doing it. They're doing it to make a profit. It's not necessarily best creatively for the Marvel Universe, whatever mm-hmm. that means, but it's best for them to make a profit, so they're going to pursue it. I've also grown up. I don't care as much about Good. That's more. a healthy way of doing it. But, but you're not angry. You're not wrathful at Marvel for expanding their line or changing their line no. so they can make money. Why are Hercules fan wrathful at NECA for expanding their line into Hello Kitty or whatever they need to do or Batman TV and releasing more immediate product when that's what's best for their bottom line, the company's bottom line? You know what? There's something of – if you're a longtime fan, like, okay, I remember when CrossGen as a company started publishing comics in the early 2000s. I was on the ground floor. I got the first primer that came out. I got the first one shot that kind of launched the first four books, and I bought every series from the first issue. Now, at some point, I did end up stepping away and not buying them all. But for a long time, I had every single costume comic. And that feels good. And it felt really good. And I think if the company had kept going, I would have had to not get every book. Now, yes. that, that had already started to happening. There was a bunch of books where I was like, you know what, I feel like I've, I've been following these books for two years. I think the story's reached a natural conclusion. I don't need to keep buying them. A bunch of them I kept buying, but most of them I kind of stepped away and from. And that's healthy. But it would have been very easy for me not to have had that healthy attachment. Instead, be like, no, I want every single issue of CrossGen because it's I'm in the ground floor. It's just unrealistic with, and not with, really with the ultimate good for line, their product. With the Ultimate line, I remember the same way. I, was, I started with Ultimate Spider-Man number one. I bought every other title that was coming out. Then when Ultimate Marvel Team-Up happened, I was like, I hate this so much that I can't care enough to buy this. Good. And that was my... And thankfully, that was I, I very early. I just feel like there's a clutcher mentality, which I understand very well. We cannot blame or ridicule corporations for expanding their prop, their, pro, their product because it doesn't match up with our our definition of what it means to be a completionist or what we're comfortable collecting. It's a sense of, 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 of ownership because you were there. You know, okay, but that I'm not saying gone. I'm not saying it's fair. I'm not saying it's it's correct. And it's not Mecca's fault. You don't have it's, more money. Maybe no. you should just make more money. You know, <laughs> then you can have. You know what I'm saying? Like, what yeah. happens if you're a completionist and you lose your job? Instantly, your desire to be completionist is gone because look, there are more important things in life like making rent. Yeah, right. So it's probably based it's, on your. It's, it's not like it's that easy to get full sets. I mean, you can buy tons was. of hero books even before chases. Yeah, but chases made it a lot more challenging. The sets were bigger though. They had more figures. Yeah, but this you, you would still it would still be easier to get everything but the chase like a lot more easily. I remember it, being it still able, wasn't cheap. It still wasn't cheap, right. but I think it still was easier because you you could the collate okay, well there's also the issue with collation, because collation was pretty terrible before. But when it yes, it's true. But when it's harder to But these days, set, like I know I can buy a case and for the most part, almost every time I will have a complete seawalk. Good. Yes. For the most part. And Not at the same always, time, but... all any SRs you get or any chases or primes that you get feel really good. And anything you can trade for, it also feels really good to get yes, it and achieve But you're it. trading for it because you don't need them all. That's true. But I'm just saying the feeling of achieving, of acquiring, is greater when it's harder to obtain. Like, if you go to a venue and everyone has the same figure, 
it's there's no thrill in having that figure. But if you can obtain something that's hard for someone else to obtain, that's part of being a collector. Yeah. I have the white cover of Ultimate Spider-Man number one, and no one else that at my comic store has it. I feel good. Mm. Oh, wait a minute. They reprinted them, and everyone has a white copy? I no longer see value mm. in this collection. Well, the one I got my Parallax. I'm still very proud of that, because not a lot of people have Parallax. Right. He, right. He's not great, but I have him. Exactly, right? So this feeling of making things more collectible, because things are rarities actually mean a little bit more, it's harder to acquire can make the collectors feel more in earnest to achieve their collection. Mm. I just don't understand. Like, also, we were looking at the release schedule and everyone's going, the DC fans are getting upset. They're going, well, maybe they have a right to be. Uh, where's the DC product? We've had one DC release this year and we're going to get some mini DC releases and that's it. Oh, I take it back for a minute. Teen Titans did have a Fast Forces. Okay. It was crap, but they still had one. Right. Um, but I, I understand why my neck is doing this. I'm pretty sure that NECA always, or WizKids, always has sold more of the Marvel sets than they have in DC. Definitely feels that way. It, it does, right? So if that's the reason that it, that they are selling more of these products, why wouldn't you sell more Marvel? Of course, they're going to do what makes them money. I don't. People seem to think that everyone at NECA is doing things like haphazardly and for the heck of it because they hate the fans. Everyone there is driven to make the corporation money. So whatever choices they're making in their release schedule, um, some of it might be caused by ineptitude, but for the most part, the general trend is because I think this is better for us because we'll make more. And if they're making more Marvel sets, Nathan's happy. Because all I want is Marvel sets. So for them to release two, maybe three Marvel sets a year, I love it. Because it means I get the product I want. That's I'm not going to buy every Marvel product, but I like that they're releasing more of it. Because I hate the years in back in the past when it used to be two DC sets, DC, DC sets and one Marvel. Mm. I hated those years. Those were not good years. Yeah. No, they were not. But then you had Sinister and Supernova in one year. It's good. That was a good year. It was a good year. So yeah. That was my year. <laughs> Supernova was, was one of my favorite sets of all time. That came around your birthday, didn't it? It was my birthday set. That was so exciting. And then Amber pulled that zombie Captain America out. Oh, I couldn't be happier. That was pretty exciting. It was. She's pulled a lot of chases in her day. She pulled the Cyclops out of my case this last uh, set. Yes, she did. She pulled an Earth 2 Superman out of a case that the store was opening when she was helping the store open product. That's right. And that was sold that. to Nuno, I believe. Yeah. Almost instantly. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to say how much. Um, you can say how much. Why? I want to know. It was, uh, we knew he'd be 100 bucks, so I'm pretty sure the store sold it for 80 to him. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's actually, actually a pretty good deal. It's actually a pretty good deal. But yeah. from the store's perspective, you know, they instantly got a profit of like 70 bucks for Wow. The second, the That's second so crazy. Room. Yeah. It's so crazy how collectibles work. That's why I never so really got involved like, in She helped before. open the SR ones, or sorry, the Secret Invasion ones for the store, and she pulled the um, Scroll Ms. Marvel. No, sorry, Scroll um, uh, Invisible Woman. Oh, and, yeah. the, and the store bought it, and Mike bought it from the store for a good price, also. Wow, I was so I've never really been into needing that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think the only time, like back when chases were re- like real chases, I think I only ever pulled one, and it was the worst one. What the Wizard Shazam? No, that would have been better. Apollo? Yeah, mm. Apollo, and I think I traded it for Leon for almost the entire origin based set oh that's good for or you. maybe not all of it but like I, I, a lot of it hey that's not so bad then because I don't think I'm pretty sure I pulled it at your venue hmm. I can't remember it was it's a long time ago it is murky <laughs> that's 2007 six years ago holy crap well you know I gotta say there's I mean Heroclix gave me some good things I mean I wouldn't have met you guys without Heroclix yeah that's true actually really that's more Leon too because if I hadn't been for Le- I trained I taught Leon I didn't really teach him well I introduced the game of Heroclix to him, whooped his ass. He then decided that wasn't fun. I want to learn how to kick Adam's ass. He got really good, bought a lot of stuff behind my back, then surprised me with it and beat the crap out of me in Heroclix, of course. And then uh, if it wasn't for Leon, I probably would have stopped playing at some point. 
And like he was like, no, encouraging me to come out to a venue, and it was your venue, and that's where I met you and Amber, and a lot of the people that I know now. So I want to get a few more of your thoughts on some of these figures you put today. How do people Black King? <sighs> okay, I, 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 I'm a little mean to him. Mm-hmm. He's a lot better than maybe I gave him credit for. Mm-hmm. But he's still very susceptible to... Like, he, he doesn't move around a lot. Like, he, as much as he had the sidestep, and then he Which gets... Which is like, great. The hypersonic at the end, like he's well. You didn't give him any actions though. You made him walk around with sidestep for like four turns because you didn't really know how to use him or how you wanted to use him. So he had no action tokens. I didn't want to push him. I know. Well, you didn't give him like a regular action token to move him. You could have moved him across the board, but every turn it was like, I'll move two. But they wouldn't necessarily be good ideas. Did you forget that those were free actions? Is that what happened? No, because I know that sidestep's hard to get used to. Uh, Actually, no, and like because I I was moving him around, just not as much as maybe you would have liked. How do you feel about White King? Uh, it's He's only just over shy over a hundred points. He's I not know. an expensive figure. I don't know because I, I, as much as I used him, I don't think I really used him. If you had hit with that first attack when yeah, you charged with the super strength and hadn't missed, yeah, I the, think you'd like more. Maybe like more. Well, I, I feel like I never really got to experience him because he almost immediately got killed, and then it, yes, he got resurrected, right back, and, yeah. which is cool. But like, I never really got to see what that middle dial looks like. You dealt me twelve damage with him. And you're still humming and hawing. I don't understand. Adam kept rolling blades, claws, flurry, <laughs> and rolling fours. I think you rolled a two once, but the rest of them were fours. Took out yeah. Warstar. Um, yeah. And took out... Who's the other person you killed with him? It doesn't matter. Somebody. Yeah, whatever. Um, but I, I'm not saying he's bad. I'm saying... You poisoned I, I Smasher didn't... and you poisoned... Not poisoned, but it was um, Star, Star, Starbolt. Yeah, I killed Killed him with poison. He was your MVP, man. Which is sad because I, I don't feel like he was. You beat the Imperial Guard down to two pet characters, and one of them is a half of a character. I didn't. I didn't feel like he really uh, pulled his weight. <sighs> I think that you uh, need some more experience playing these guys. Now, Iceman, have you played him yet? Have you seen? I've not played with him yet. I like his little barrier. It's pretty. I'm fun excited there. about it. That sidestep with him, sidestep barrier, sidestep barrier was really fun. It could be brutal. Cyclops, did you enjoy him? More than I thought I would. It's pretty good because he is restricted by not having running shot, but not by much. Well, it helped that I had him on a team where I had two other major running shot characters. I had Havoc from the Gravity Feed. I had Jean Grey from the Gravity Feed. She was carrying Cyclops when doing running shots. So his lack of mobility, relatively speaking, was counteracted by other people having more mobility. So I didn't. I wasn't worried about it. If he had been my primary attacker, it would have bothered me more. You forgot he had Force Blast, too. When he shoots, he knocks everyone back. I don't know if I ever hit anyone. You did. I think I killed someone. Shot some. Oh, maybe you killed. So it wouldn't have mattered. Still, because I remember cool looking at that. Yeah, I don't uh, think it ever. Did use Forge today. Havoc and Polaris. You didn't really get to get a good lot out of them. No. Strong guy. I like. I've used them before. Um, what about uh, Legion? Uh, I don't feel like I really got a chance to really experience. Hey, him he okay. Adam rolled like picked hypersonic his first turn, yeah. and then rolled a six, and so he got plus. What'd you get? Plus one to all his combat values, yeah. and I was able to use another power, so he was super strong. Yeah, so he ran missed. across the board, and he missed. Gladiator. <laughs> but to be fair, that's a pretty awesome set of cut powers. Yes, he's difficult to use. He's very difficult to use. He's very he's a finesse piece in his own way. Um, the fact is that like I got lucky because I was able to have the plus one to his combat values. Because almost every other roll is negative. Mm. And yeah, that's, that's no, true. And that's an, and like, so you have a kind of a, maybe a two and six shot. It's very risky. <laughs> it's very risky. I should be like Gravity Jean Grey. Oh my god. <laughs> she's amazing. Especially with Cyclops giving them the boost of damage. Oh yeah, she's yeah. ridiculous. Being able to carry, what, three characters, running shot, and you're flying? Yeah. What up? <laughs> yeah, you That's actually one of the reasons why the first thing I did with her was blow up a piece of blocking terrain. Not because that was from my first thought, but just because I wanted to be able to carry three people. Because you could. And I, I can only carry three people if, if she's doing running shot. So I had to commit to the running shot. How do you feel about Smasher? 
when I was using him. Do you like him? Do you don't know? Kind of. He's a hard piece to use. Yeah, I think so. He's very much a finesse piece. He's very versatile, but <clears throat> I think you have to use his powers more defensively than than offensively. But I mean, you used like uh, you gave him uh, what poison, right? That was cool. Was it poison? I think I eventually went with CCE, didn't I? And pushed oh, and died. Well, then never mind. But I used impervious. I used exploit yeah, weakness when I had to. That's, that's nice. It is interesting. There's there's a lot of good potential there. Do you hate Oracle now? No, I I I'm colorblind. I'm colorblind. So yeah, the okay. first time I used her, I really thought she had TK. <laughs> Oh, I couldn't tell the difference. Amazing, she did. It should be amazing. Here's the last one. I didn't find her annoying because the problem. Well, I, yes, I found the problem annoying, but like not in a, a big way. It just sucked because I didn't have problem. You did. Yeah, it's only four to nine points. And that's how it works. I mean, Phantom X. Ugh, I have nothing wrong with Phantom X. I just think the ability to con- continually spawn out these little mobile wits. He almost didn't need to do anything. Nope. He only ever did one attack the entire game. Yeah. And to be honest, he was an afterthought. Yeah. He was not necessary for anything to get done. <laughs> He wasn't. He, he sat in the danger room, control room, popped out Eva's, and just like, needed. yeah, I just fire through her. There was no. He, he didn't need to be there. Yeah. He was basically like having a you know a party of a party of one, you know, and his, his Eva was doing all the work. Yeah, she's awesome. Same thing with Bani, man. Like Bani having having the uh, the pulse wave and having the wit. Not great. What up? <laughs> Is that awesome? What is that? But the difference is, Bani once he's gone, he's gone. He can't respawn off of War Star. I guess so. So. I'm just looking at the release schedule. So this month we have the Batman Classic TV is finally coming out, which is only exciting for one reason: no more previews for it. Yes. <laughs> so maybe we can move I on. Love when that it. happens. So that's coming out next Wednesday on the 18th. Okay. Uh, I don't know when this episode's going up, but it may or may not be by the 18th. Uh, then we have the Star Trek Tactics Three also coming out on the 18th. No one cares. To do again. Done with these previews. Yep. Um, I'm okay with people who collect this. I'm okay with them having previews. They just shouldn't preempt Iron Man. No. And uh, we don't know when the Superman Quick Start kit is coming, but sometime this month and no one cares. Um, I'm, I'm guessing no one cares. I'm sorry. Does yeah, anyone actually care about it? They're reprints of old sculpts. Anyway. Right? Like, that's why no one cares. I'm not being a dick. Well, a little. Uh, then in October, we got Thor The Dark World, of which we've seen none of it. Mm. I'm yeah, not going to buy it's it. It's coming a little soon for zero previews. It's coming soon. There's no previews, and the movie's not even coming out for like two months or a month and a half afterwards. Mm, a little soon. Eh? It's a little weird. Like usually, it comes out right around the time of the release. I would have expected it to come out later. So there's that. I mean, there's what a starter for it. There's the mini game, which Tom don't buy it because <laughs> Tom last time with Iron Man three bought the mini game and the starter, not yeah. realizing same figures. Oh, uh-huh. but it was just two of them instead of having. Anyway, so don't buy it, Tom. Uh, there's the mass market gravity feed, the core gravity feed, a lot of Thor Dark World. Uh, I guess there's Yu-Gi-Oh! Or there was, or there is. Uh, the Batman Arkham Origins gravity feed. Again, I haven't even heard about this. I had, yeah. Like, that, no one's talking about it. Based off no, the game, yeah. I, I know, but there's no previews about it. No. It's a, it's game-related, just like Assassin's Creed was game-related. Yeah. So I don't care about that. Um, then you got the Invincible Iron Man gravity feed at the end of October, October 30th. That I'll buy would you? I don't buy gravity feeds. No, eh? not at all. Amber came home with um, wax gravity yeah. feed, and I had no intention of getting them. She's like, "Look, I know you had our day, so I bought you some." She's the best wife ever, but I don't necessarily seek out gravity no. feeds. Also, so. October thirtieth, you got more Lord of the Rings. Oh man. Okay. Yep, and there's a starter for Lord of the Rings, another one, and then let's see, November is where we get exciting because then we got Avengers versus X Men, November thirteenth. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm buying them, so I don't know how I'm going to pay for them. But I'm excited. Stop for buying them. trades for a minute. <laughs> I can't. Just after a minute. Just don't buy them for a minute, and you'll save enough money for that. Shut up. 
I don't buy that many trades. It's your choice. You buy enough trades that you could save money on one trade and have both of those starters. No, my trades aren't that expensive. You, your obsession over on the buy. Okay, well that's different. Yes, it's on, a trade. An omnibus is like two, two of these starters. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You can get both starters for one on the buy that you don't purchase. perhaps Just pass on the Roger Stern omnibus and get some of these. Uh, what else we got? So that's Invincible Iron Man is on the 13th as well, same day as AVX. It's a lot of product in one day. Yeah, it's a flurry of activity. That's a, that's Everybody a, wants that off a flight. See, they could they could have spaced that out more. Yeah, but there's no need for that all in one day. Uh, and then Hello Kitty, I guess, is coming I out. I think Iron going to get back. You think so? It's got to be delayed, right? I, I yeah, I, I'd be glad to be wrong, but uh... I don't think you are wrong. Though. I don't. And we don't know when what Spider-Man and his amazing friends is happening. I think it's too ambitious to schedule that product so close together on the same day. Uh, Street Fighter is still rumored for some time. Rumored, eh? Well, I'm looking at the HC Realms Evidence Index and Release Schedule. It's still got a question mark. So it is a lot of stuff like Spider-Man and his amazing friends, Nightmare Before Christmas. And then next year starts with uh, Superman and Legion, right? Yeah, which I don't care all that much about. Oh, I thought you would care. I thought you liked the Legion. No. I'm, you, you are mistaken. Because you talk about them. Do I? You give me comics and make me read them about I gave you one trade. It was too much. Superman and Legion of Superheroes. It was the waste. Jeff Johns, Gary Frank arc. Yep. That, All that, the Superman stuff around, that's fine, but there's too much of that Superboy garbage. I, I like the idea of the Legion. I like the, 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 the visual of having Superman with the ring, yeah. even though he doesn't need it because he can already fly. Give L on his belt, too. Yeah. I, I like that people, now, don't you? You want like, that Superman? I like when people change their belts. I like yeah. when Hawkeye had the Thunderbolt belt. Yeah. When he makes a big deal out of, I got a new costume. <laughs> He's got the little little Thunderbolt. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. So that's 2013. Speaking of Iron Man, we got our first preview of that a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? Bananas. You think it's good? I think that that is not a good rendition of the. Cla- I'm going to call it the classic Iron Man costume because it really is. <laughs> oh, it totally is. Um, I think the 300 point version is way too powerful. I think that's more... I, Adam pointed out to me that that would have made more sense for extremists. Yes, if that was the extremist super pumped up one before uh, he got see, the power from some innovation. can see through satellites. Yeah, that would make sense. He can see through walls because he's a satellite... He has satellite feed. Um, as it is, though, like the, it's, it's crazy strong. I don't care for it. Not every, like It's interesting, too, because like every set has... Like the, the mar- like the last few sets have had a marquee character for the most part. At least Marvel-wise. You had Spider-Man. It was his set, so he had yes. Spider-Man. Yes. And he wasn't that great as Spider-Man. Um, it was a 100-point Spider-Man, probably more than Spider-Man needs to be in most cases. And it wasn't the greatest Spider-Man we were hoping for. Not, not at all. Then you got Wolverine and the X-Men. Still pretty not, good. Pretty good Wolverine. Yeah. Um, not, I, I don't think they've got the definitive one yet. I don't even know what definitive means at this point with, with, with Wolverine. Yeah. And part of that is probably because they've always kind of hit the mark more or less that... I don't even know... I, I, even if you showed me the perfect Wolverine hero click figure, I don't think I'd recognize it. How about... Because they would all look... The, they all look pretty much the same. Yeah, they should. Slight variations. It's right. kind of like, well, who's writing it this month? And that's the one. That's you true. know what I mean? Like, they've got close enough where Spider-Man, I think everyone would kind of say, we haven't really hit it yet. We've gotten really close, but we haven't quite gotten to there. This is super sad. <laughs> Whereas a lot of other characters, we've gotten to the point where you could probably say, this more or less is this character. Like Batman, we've had enough that have been. Oh my goodness, have we had enough? We've had enough that have been close enough that you could say that's Batman. On, uh, that's Batman on Monday. That's Batman on Wednesday. <laughs> like they're slightly different. Yeah. Like this one's on a lamp post and he's amazing. This one's Oots. You know, like they're I'm all the Oots. they're all somewhat there. And then you have this set. You now, hopefully, Iron Man. Like this is like the definitive Iron Man. I don't know if this necessarily. I think we've already had definitive Iron Man. Who is that then? 
I really like the tenth anniversary Iron Man. I think he's phenomenal. I don't. I don't know. I, I think he's too expensive, and I don't think he's. Oh, I think his ability to no resources is, is phenomenal. Yeah, but again, that's that should be a garnish and not like the reason for your paying that point. No, cost. but I like that it's billed as adaptive armor, like his, his adaptive uh, adaptability. I like True, that. because that's basically what he's doing. That's what he does. Um, now, how many points is the other Iron Man in, in the set? Because you have it starts off at what three hundred. Three hundred. It's a lot of points. We for didn't Iron get Man. that kind of Hulk in the Hulk set. No, we what didn't. disappointing Hulk. You know what? I think part of that is just it's. And I'm and then Superman. Superman gets three hundred point one. I don't think Iron Man should ever be equal to Superman ever. I agree. Well, what do you want next? A five hundred point Superman? This should be uh, any Iron Man priced at three hundred should be cosmically empowered. Yeah. 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 This is Phoenix level territory. I well, I, I don't think he's worth a three hundred because I think he's good but not great. I mean, I, and I, it's going to be interesting as we move forward. It's going to be interesting to. Whenever you look at a character that has precision strike, think about if they hadn't come up with this power, would he have just had psychic blast? And would I have preferred psychic blast? Yeah, good point. Because look at this Iron Man. He does get psychic blast and clicks three and four. But if pink didn't exist, would he start with psychic blast? But what is nice about it is that it's it does mitigate three powers that usually are problematic for heavy temple figures. Hmm. Mastermind. Yeah. Am I going to spend my three hundred point figure just to kill Mastermind fodder? Super senses, you're just going to roll that, or you're just going to roll impervious. Yeah. This way, an impervious figure takes one. Super senses can't be rolled against it, and they can't transfer it at all, can they, with Mastermind? No. So those three big powers that would stop a tentpole, I mm. think this is very a good, phenomenal power, as I said already, uh, mm. on tentpoles. Because it means if you make the attack roll, you're gonna, and you roll high enough, you're going to hit somebody that you target. You know what would be really cool with this, this Iron Man? Um, just, just to see it would be... Um, Playing on the prison map and shooting through all the block, like uh, an entire cell block. I really don't like the idea of the advanced target improved, improved targeting. I, I I'm scared for what it means, but I would love to see that just once. Or like beyond that old, uh, I think it was Justice League or the the one with the bank vault. Mm-hmm. I'd love to be in that one and have Iron Man just like just break out. But he doesn't through. do that. First of all, in this army, he doesn't do that. And second of all, even in the comics, he very rarely just targets through walls and fires through a building. Yeah. Right. He usually flies through the building. I'd rather him have ignores blocking terrain destroys it as he moves through it. This improved targeting ignores blocking terrain is like the improved movement of ignores characters. Oh, I agree. It fundamentally changes everything about how the, the game is played at range or in case of um, improved movement in close combat, mm. and it, it, it changes it for the worse. Is it inter- it's interesting, though, that it's not... He doesn't have sharpshooter, though, so he's still affected by characters. Like he yes, can't you shoot can put a character in front of him, and he can't shoot them in range, or he it's can't. It's kind of interesting. But he, there will be characters that ignore characters for line of fire. Yes, there will be. I can shoot through you, and it doesn't matter if you're next to me. I just shoot past you. <laughs> who do you think would have that? I don't know. If you had to think of a character who could do that. Ignores the characters and shoots through them. No one really does that. Nobody fires through characters. Not necessarily. As well, though they're not even there. Well, but I guess part of it, maybe, not, or just around the square. Like, I think dark side in some ways. Like the mega beams, mega beams go around can people. go around people. Yeah. So it's not technically, like, if you visualize it that way, it's not that it's not hitting you or it's going around you it's just it's there's not, not a lot of characters that have crazy curvy beams no the ghost could put his hand through you and try to shoot out the other side yeah I don't know you know um, like come on it doesn't it's I'm not complaining because of change maybe it sounds like I do that I mean he is, a, he is a stealth killer he is a stealth killer and it's okay to have these different powers um, I mean we I, need... in the past NECA has the designers have run in too hot headed with new powers yeah. we know the pink powers were just like ubiquitous in, in wax Everyone has sidestep. I do love sidestep, but I don't think everyone and their mother should have it. No. I am worried that they'll, they'll kind of go hog wild with this. Yes. 
Well, I mean, yeah. There's that word hog wild again. There it is. I do think that this Iron Man should have started with Invincible. I love it. I don't. Some people criticize that and say I don't like characters starting with Invincible because penetrating is so um, omnipresent in the game. Everyone seems to have it, especially like fifty point characters. Oh yeah. Um, it's great to have that to start your die. It's interesting. I look at I look at this new Iron Man and I think Click Three feels like the top click of what a normal Iron Man looks like, hmm. doesn't it? Like if you go back through other Iron Mans, besides the fact that Invincible didn't exist, they've always kind of looked like that. Running shot with a perplex that usually happens. Sometimes they'll throw on a second blast. That's actually pretty common. Um, I was okay with Indomitable. I love Indomitable on robots. I don't like now that if you have armor, you're Indomitable. But there are some robots that don't have Indomitable. There are some, yes, it's true. Like, uh, what are we counting? Um, and Forge doesn't have it either. He's got, yeah, like, he's got a leg. <laughs> but I mean, we have a Death Strike who has it, one that doesn't. So you kind of have some variety there. But yeah. For the most part, robots have. For the Indomitable. most part, I, I, I don't the... like that armor makes you Indomitable. Why? I don't know. Because it's robotic, and so the armor is, is kind of working for you, so you don't get tired as much. Mm. And even this Iron Man, I think they should have given him the trait, 300 point trait. He doesn't take pushing damage. Yeah. But for the 150 point version, I think he should absolutely take pushing damage. What do you think of the 150 point version? Is he worth it? Yes, because he's a stealth killer still. Okay. He has that wit to start. Yeah. He still has it, uh, ignores blocking, so he can still it with through walls. It's, it's the very short dial though for only six clicks, of which yes, only five but are against useful. Batman. This is going to kill every Batman. True, but only five game. of those clicks are really useful. The last click is useless. Okay, it's a regen click. Either regen or you don't. Other mm. than that, this is going to be a very handy. Batman yeah, card. I don't know. I, I just, I, I feel like I would never use it because I just feel like I'm, I'm not getting my money's worth. I will. I wouldn't want to use the 300 point one. The only one I would use would be this one. But for one, really yeah. interesting. I wouldn't now, want to put all of that all in. How do I you guess feel? The Phoenix member? Are you going to want to play against Magic with that? Like her, her mystics killing you every time. And yeah. How do you feel about him having the shield team build as opposed to the uh, Avengers? I don't know why he has shield in the 60s costume. I don't know either. I, I don't understand why. What's the keywords? Keywords are armor, Avengers, Illuminati, Shield, yeah, so sci- scientist, and the new one. They threw it on there. Stark Industries. Yeah, they threw it on there because this is apparently him <coughs> to represent him across his career. Because I'm surprised Stark Industries didn't come out earlier. Although technically he was Illuminati in this era, but you know that's retconned. Hmm. I, I actually, I'm wrong. I Stark Industries. I don't like that as a keyword. I actually didn't realize it came. It came in with the Iron Man three movie set. I didn't know that. Mm. I actually, well, I don't follow that. I don't think it's a necessary keyword. And I guess he's in the Fear Itself as well. I don't even know who was in Fear Itself. Yeah, the um, the crazy jacked up one. Oh, is that in the, the the Mighty Scenario Pack? Is that even available yet? I don't know. I don't go to Fear Itself tournaments. No, I remember I bought the first one. I didn't buy this one. Yeah, he's a. I, see, this this Iron Man is almost already better. Well, not better, but besides the improved targeting, he's basically better than the other Iron Man. This Fear Itself number three hundred one. Mm-hmm. He's got you know the running shot, psychic blast. And what impervious, but well, a crazy version of it. Yeah, this guy's this guy's nuts. This fear itself one. I would rather use this. Except again, the only thing the other one has on him is improved targeting. I would really like that Odin. Tell you what, the fear itself Odin. Oh, I I like Odin, and this is the only one I'd like to be able to get. Also, the sculpt looks better. I don't like the other one. If you work hard and work your magic and throw eight hundred, you know, throw. Do you think he's going to be that valuable? Uh, Is he the final prize? No, the serpent is. So he might be slightly easier to get than the Serpent? Oh, slightly. Well, maybe if someone wants a Colossal... If you go on Colossals and you, and you don't want to buy them and you want to trade for them, trade me an Odin. I feel like no one's no going to no one's gonna get rid of Odin. No, like, you don't think so, eh? No. Okay, like well the, then I guess... Like the, other, like the other ones were like, you know, Loki on the Hellwolf, 
it's kind of fun and niche, but no one's going to be like, oh my god, I need this. The Thor with the cool Odin sword is pretty... Uh, well, that's a whole different story, yeah. yeah. But, uh, okay, I mean, if you think that's the case... And the, the Hela was good, but she wasn't, like, the best thing you've ever seen either. I, I tend to agree that Odin will probably be highly prized. People talk about him that way, so I'm not going to bother putting energy and resources behind something that no one really wants to trade anyway. Yeah. Well, you can always try. Yeah. I have I have Dracula anyway. I don't care. That's the one I wanted the most. Because people will, you know, go... I mean, there are, are smaller menus out there where people will end up with things multiple times. So, I mean, people end never up know, with... Eh? You never know. But that being said, if they know anything about what they're worth, then they might, you know, trade hardball. Or that person's going to be trying to get a lot of stuff that they're missing that are more current than maybe the stuff that you have to trade. I got lots of stuff to trade. You do. Especially if you want older stuff. That's the problem. Not a lot of people want older I stuff. I had a complete anymore. secret invasion at one point, and now I've traded all Did that. you really? Yeah. Well, no, sorry. Barring the chases, but everything else was complete. Wow. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, but most of it's been picked over. A lot of people have been wanting, you know, like, for example, the Illuminati scroll. That People got a lot of attention on that one, so I traded that one. The Buy by the Brick one? Yeah. Really? That was numbered, yeah. That one still is like at least thirty bucks. I still have my world's finest. I kind of want to trade it away. It's numbered and everything. So yeah. is my uh, clown prince of crime. Those would be desirable. Well, at least the um, no, the clown, clown prince of crime might be. Crown, uh, I think he is. I, I almost traded to someone, but then I just kind of fell through, and I I couldn't find him because I had moved. So now I've found him now. So yeah, world's finest might be have some value. Hmm? Yeah, I think world's finest might have some world's value. Fine, it's numbered too, right? So yeah. I mean, it is technically more of a collector's edition because it's one of the numbered ones. Yeah, I had forgotten about my scroll in the Illuminati, and as soon as I mentioned it to someone in a trade, they jumped on it. Like, yeah, absolutely, I've been looking for that. So Really? You never know what people are hiding. Yeah, covered. you never know what people are looking for, I guess, right? Yeah. It's weird how that works. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, I have not used it. I don't play scroll teams. You're welcome to have it. Wow. He's, like, amazing. Warcraft. That's how I got my um, Deadpool. Which Deadpool? The uh, X-Force one. Oh, yeah, I was wondering how you got that guy, because I saw him in one of the pictures you uh, modded him, and I was like, I don't even know how you got him. Wow, yeah. nicely done. Yeah. For me, yeah, I think so. Because you really care a lot about X Force. Yeah, I don't care about scrolls, so it's just that's what makes it so easy. Yeah. It's, it's it's interesting to chart the, the changes of how you. How yeah, you buy I used to be obsessed with everything, and now collect. I'm obsessed with some things like GSX Storm. I have her. I don't really care about Storm. I have her. She's like a forty twenty thirty forty dollar figure. It's from GSX. You got her by accident. I'll trade her. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, hopefully people will hear what you're saying and want <laughs> your figures. It's never happened, but I'm hoping that uh, one person will be like, you know what? It's I, okay. If I, you don't find me in the forums, I'll find you. <laughs> That's true. I go over the wants list and have lists. I go over them. Yeah. I spend like a lot of time doing that. When I really want something, I wow. will go through every single person who has it on their haves list, and I'll make them an offer. Wow. That's intense. Yeah. I, that's how I get my things done. That's how I got magic. I spent at least an hour going over through all the has wants lists. Wow. Yeah. You're a little bit insane. <laughs> You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta get I it done. I, I, hey, and you know what? What's the worst that can happen? Someone's gonna get a private message in their box that uh, for something that is seems like a pretty decent offer, but they don't they don't want to trade. So yeah. this they just either don't respond or they say no thanks, uh, but thank you for the offer. I've always tried to. I, I mean, when I had really high devi- high demand pieces, it's harder. But I always try to at least respond to someone and say, you know what? Thank you for the offer. But I yeah, I mean, it. unless it's incredibly insulting, you just say, well, thank you for the interest. But that's that, you don't have to, There's nothing expected of you. No. It's just it's nice it's nice to get that response. It can mm-hmm. be like at least this person looked at the message. At least they thought enough of to say no thanks. And if I hadn't done that, I probably wouldn't have magic right now. And I'm super glad I got it. I'm so pleased to have. So it. now that you have all five, you're gonna go home and take a picture and put it on Facebook. That's exactly what's gonna happen. So you're the third person to do that in the Toronto Hero. I think Club. I'm fourth now. Fourth one? Yeah, because I had these guys like a week ago. But you had to wait till you had. I had to wait till I had them physically. <laughs> so it's not so special now, but I'll do it. 
It's still special. Special enough. It's to still make. something you wanted. Now you got all that beautiful orange plastic. I might put the guard up too. I love the guard with the landra. Are you gonna put them all on the base? No. I'm you like the pretty base. Screw though. that. The base is good, but someone already posted that. So oh. I'm gonna post my little team. So you can't you can't, you can't repeat that. Eh? Well, what's the point of repeating things? People I put go it, to. I should put everyone on my gold. X-Men Gold Team base. It's a nice looking base. It is actually a pretty nice looking base. I it's just, no Imperial Guard though. Shut up. It's Imperial Guard looks gorgeous. I don't have to tell you. Like it's just the background of it. it looks with like a throne room with this the cool the crystalline. Yeah. yeah. Um, blue I find very boring. And gold is okay. It, it, the best thing about gold is that it has the Iceman slide that connects to Iceman yeah. and then the lightning for Storm. Other than that it's just a broken building. Yeah. With broken shattered glass. Do you think this will be the last we've seen team bases for a while? Besides, the, obviously, the one in the prize. I, my feeling is that it was very lucrative for them. My feeling is that the super boosters were... Like, when I was trying to find super boosters to buy, because I'm realizing now that the shortages are happening, there's no store in the area, either in, in Toronto or Whitby, that I could find that would sell them separately. They're only attached to bricks. They're sold out of their individual super boosters. So my feeling is I've seen places with extra Galactic Guardians left over. I've seen those with extra Teen Titans. But already within two to three weeks of, of yeah. wax, there aren't any extras to be had. My feeling is that they... A, knew Wolverine would sell very well because it's X-Men. And two, I think that team bases, because these ones are so much prettier than the last ones, um, that they'll they'll be inspired by this to go, hey, I think this is lucrative for us. So I don't think this is the last we'll see of them. Do you think it's interesting that, although, like, I mean, obviously in the comic book world right now, the Avengers are the big franchise, uh, at least at Marvel. Yes. It's no longer X-Men, it's Avengers. But it feels like in HeroClix, it's still X-Men. It's not Avengers. Mm-hmm. We've had Avengers sets. We've had Avengers-related sets for some of the characters. We've had, like, a Captain America set. Hulk is arguable because he's kind of his own thing. You had Chaos War, which ostensibly was an Avengers set. Very popular, though. It was popular, but not to this degree. I don't like, think it's, so, yeah, I agree. It's interesting, and so like, I, I wonder how long it would take for them to come back with more team bases, because they got a, they didn't sell that great in uh, in Teen Titans, because it wasn't... All, well, that was a stupid set. Was, I'm sorry, but even if you're a Teen Titans fan, you should kind of go like shrug your shoulders and be like, I know, it's not for everyone. It's really not. Well, part of it is because it was the Teen Titans of the New 52, more or less. Like the, yeah, that's if, true. If it had been classic Teen Titans, I think people would have bought more of it. People would have been more interested. Well, it was also a similar situation with Spider-Man. There are a lot of Spider-Man fans who go, I, I dig this, but for most people, it was like, too much magic stuff, I don't care for monsters. The only thing I'm really going to get out of this is like maybe the Sinister Six, and then I'm, got, I'm out. And, and you, it's hard for you to begrudge them that, because you like the Slingers. But a lot of people don't even know who they are. No. Um, and you like maybe some of the armored costumes. Or for most people, they've only seen Mike Turner's cover to Civil War and gone, oh, I like that armor. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was a lot of, I think it was easier for some people to pass over that set. Even for though sure. I love the Spider-Man. But yeah. I can see. But for Wolverine the X-Men, like, I don't understand how you can be a comic book fan and not lo- dig all this. Yeah, no, for sure. But that's, that, maybe that's my bias, extreme bias. But that's No, and, and there's a lot... It seems to be supported by sales and fervor. For those who like the X-Men animated series of that era, there's a lot of representation. Wonderful, if yeah. you still If you still read X-Men comics now, there's a lot of characters from the here and now. You add some X-Force characters. You know, you, you, they play a lot um, in the sandbox of a lot of different eras of X-Men mm-hmm. that kind of make you more excited. Yeah. So even if you only... Like maybe if you only read some of the classic Uncanny X-Men stuff, well, you, you like the Imperial Guard then. You got the Imperial Guard. Uh, if you really are a big fan of, you know, the, tur- the turn of the '90s when you had the X Men explosion, mm-hmm. well, you got all that. Or the '80s New Mutants team, like yeah. it's all there yeah. for sure. You know, uh, it's it's interesting. It's this is probably their most successful integration of different generations of, of fandom for a particular franchise. And I'm glad they're giving us almost entirely X Men based figures. They throw two GSX figures in there, and then for the most part, almost everything else in the set is centered around X Men. 
There's not really any sub-themes. You could, there's different teams, yeah. but there's no like, well, we're going to shoehorn in here a few figures from, I don't know, what's a failing book? Darkhawk and his amazing friends. And you're like, no, nobody cares. Yeah. So I'm glad to see that. Everyone knows that X-Men has a huge universe and, and, and very much beloved characters, and it seems to do well for WizKids when they sell this product. I would really like to see, I think they could do a lot less Avengers and they could do more X-Men, I agree with you. And I think there'd be less fatigue for more X-Men sets. Not just because they can keep reprinting and making more White Queens, but because they can mine things that has not I've never mined, like mm-hmm. making us a single base nemesis or making us a, a yeah. post and a, and a, and a sugar man mm-hmm. and then a bunch of other recognizable characters that haven't been made still. Um, mm-hmm. I think that this is a universe that could take it. I'm sick and tired of seeing more Iron Mans and more Thors. I, I like the characters, but I want something new. Well, because the, the Avengers as a franchise, unfortunately, always come back to the big three, whereas the X-Men... Usually you have Wolverine, but and, then, can, and then it can go anywhere else. But then you really can go anywhere else, yeah. and we've seen more and more of that in recent years in the books, even because you had the big, big split with Cyclops, and then you had all all new groupings kind of popping up all over the place. And as the joke was made online, this doesn't even seem like Wolverine the X Men. This seems more like Colossus and the X Men because there are five Colossus figures, but there are two Wolverine figures. Is it five Colossus? There's the two Gravity Feet and the regular set. Yeah. Let me count them. There's the Duo. Yeah. There's the Chase. Who am I missing? Is there five or is there four? I think there's only four. Okay. And then you have Mikhail's brother. You have yeah. two Shadow Cats. You have two Magics. So in terms of the Mikhail Rasputin, Peter Rasputin yeah. family, there's about nine figures in the set. Holy crap. Yeah, with Wolverine, it's really just him. It's him and then some of his villains. You get Cyber and uh, Deathstrike. I'm surprised we didn't get Albert. Silver Samurai. Do you remember Albert? Albert. He, yeah. He was the, uh, the cyborg that looked like him. No, I don't remember him. It wasn't good. Well, I'm glad, he's, I'm glad he's in the set then. I was really hoping to see a little bit even more kind of obscure Wolverine stuff from around Wolverine 100. I would love to see the Dark Riders. Genesis? Genesis, yeah. Giving yeah. us Cannonball and Wolverine in one set, no Genesis, a little sad. A little bit. But I'm still sad there was no regular set cable. A Sabretooth people were looking for too. Yeah, why didn't we get a good Sabretooth? Nice way to this get would have been the right set to put him in. Yeah. Or, and not that I want him, because I don't think you he's You want that Romulus, don't you? No. I also, but they could have put in him, or they could have put in Dog. Ugh. I would hate to have Dog. Or even a new, a new Mystique. Ma- a new Omega Red. It's been a little while since Mystique. Much longer for an Omega Red. Much longer, yeah. And this is around X-Men era, so Omega Red was introduced in the X-Men title. Yeah, X-Men 4, right? So? so? Yeah, I don't know with that. Yeah. A new Fabian Cortez. Acolytes a, in general. I would like a Shinobi Shaw. I don't know why they didn't give us a few more Hellfire Club figures. Yeah, no one cares about him. I care about the Hellfire Club. Do you want the Game Master too? No. No. You don't. But I would like a new Mastermind because you could put him on both bases. Yeah, he should have been on that base. Yeah. He should have, wouldn't that be great to have one that was for either base? You had to get two if you want from both bases. That would be cool. Or you don't have to get two. You could just switch. Yeah. He would be an actual switch click so he can switch on either base and you have That'd a Mastermind. Cool. Brilliant, right? Although I'd rather him being two different characters like having the two different sculpts though you know, the two like, different clothing yeah. styles sure make a younger version for Brotherhood and make a slightly older it'd be actually cool if, if they gave you two different sculpts you put on the one switch clothes oh Adam Chapman that'd be awesome you just work for NECA now don't you that'd, that'd be a good so idea cool. that's a good idea because you could be either one I think that's a better idea than what do, you, what do you want him to look like yeah I think that's a brilliant idea yeah. wonderful I'd be fine with that yeah I'm surprised we didn't get something like this that this is a great idea yeah I, why didn't we get that mm. Not that I that there's yeah there's a lot of Brotherhood that we didn't get. I, I I'm serious though. I know people don't seem to care about Hellfire, but I, if they can at least give me a little pieces of Hellfire for the next few sets, yeah. throw me a new Harry Leland in a, in a year or so. But up until that point, give me a Shinobi, give me another Mastermind. I would like a new like a new Reavers, like new, a new Reavers. Well, the set of like a bunch like all like the a Reavers. Team base? Yeah, because we kind of have the we have the core already. We have the core team. Do we have all of them? Yeah. We have Death Strike. We have Death Strike and Pierce, the two leaders. Yeah. Then we have the main original core three. 
of Bonebreaker, Skullbuster, um, and the Pretty Boy. That's okay. the main set. I guess we have everything to. else after that is after the X Men after Wolverine cut them to pieces. In order to I was thinking of the Marauders. Oh, okay. Marauders would be nice. I would like a full Marauders. That'd be badass. I've been saying that for years. We got Scout Hunter and Arclight. Arclight and uh, not Harpoon. Um, we got Harpoon, Harpoon and we also got what's her name? Uh, Vertigo. Vertigo. Yeah, but we're missing, we're missing Prism. We're missing um, Riptide. Riptide, Blockbuster, a yeah. bunch of them. Yeah, that'd be really cool. What's yeah. the a sc- sc- Scrambler? Yeah, Scrambler. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be cool. Yeah, turn off your powers, buddy. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, that'd be dangerous. He'd just be a win. He'd be a new leech. Yeah, he'd just but be. They could be creative. If he's adjacent to, oh, your powers are gone. <laughs> I would love a very a nice strong Marauders too. That'd be great. And then you could actually play that keyword that would make Doctor um, Mister Sinister better. Oh yeah. He plays to the Marauders keyword, and then they release an X Men team a year later, and then they'll give us more Marauders, and you're like, what? Yeah. They give us a Gambit because he's the he's the the last Marauder since um, yeah Sinister. Come on. That's kind of sad. Yeah. I know what you want too. You want the uh, Gambit who can switch clips into Sinister. <laughs> Become sinister because you know, he's the future from X Men: The End. Yeah, Ugh. you know what I'm talking That's about. That's dumb. <laughs> the only good thing about that storyline with the Sean Chen artwork. Yeah, well, he's always good. Sean Chen, he can illustrate my life. I do like him um, as as told from the future when he's depicted as the last living X Men who knows who the traitor was. Oh, the witness. Yeah, oh, the that's witness, horrible. Where he says calls him pup. No, but like Portacio. Was it Potassio who drew it? It probably was. I like the idea, it was and terrible. you know, Portacio is, is is a scrambly enough artist that he made him look kind of freaky. It was creepy, yeah, but it's not in a good way. He's like anorexic or something. Looks like a skeleton. Yeah, but all old. They, I felt like they had no idea what they were doing. Okay, we gotta end this. We gotta end this. Okay. Uh, any final thoughts? What a great set! What a wonderful set for me. I know it's not for everyone, but I have thoroughly enjoyed collecting this. I am gonna say this is the bee's knees. Score this two bee's knees out of two. Wow, you got both bees. Actually, bees have lots of knees, right? What they got six knees. I don't know. Six bees knees out of six. You've gone beyond me right now. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was a great set. I'm still finding ways to use new char- the characters. I will never I use the team bases, but they are beautiful to look at. They at least spent more time on them than I think that they did in Team Titans. Justice League looks so boring. It looks a little bit more mundane because yeah. now they well now they know what to do with the switch clicks and how to integrate them into the base and make it look, look a little bit more dynamic. I still don't like the switch clicks. They keep falling off, and there's a problem. Oh, the Toad is the worst. Yeah, oh Toad and Shadowcat are brutal. Toad never stays on his base. He yeah. just flops all you, over the place. If you have to put them in a baggie so they don't like fly all over your box, you're probably not doing it right. Yeah, you probably don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Oh well. Hopefully they'll get the growing pains out of the way. All right. Well, Nate, thank you for joining us for another episode. Thanks for having me. This has been Talking Hero Clicks. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. Please uh, send us some uh, you know emails if you have questions, concerns, uh, you know any comments at uh, comicshenanigans at gmail dot com. You can also like us on Facebook. You can also post in the thread on HC Realms. Again, we've made many offers throughout this episode of things that we want to trade <laughs> or sell. Please take advantage of this moment to, for us to shill our wares. Uh, And uh, thank you for joining us for another episode. We will see you next time. Bye-bye.